Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Proud members of the Dread Central Podcast Network. No, no, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act, who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hello! And welcome to Kim and Cat Stay Alive, Maybe. We are a horror movie comedy podcast. And today, as all days, uh, we are going to tell you the entirety of a horror movie, spoilers and all, play by play, kill by kill, and Kim is going to be the director of the story. That's me. And I'm going to see if I can stay alive. I'm Ketrin. Yay. Well, you guys, we're in the past present again. Uh, Past present. We thought last week you'd know more, but we're on Friday. So mm-hmm. we did wake up to a joyous, joyous refresh of that web page that everyone's oh. been refreshing in America. Oh, um, and a lot of light little red states turned to light little blue states. Yeah. It's so, <sighs> so funny how that's, how that's happening. Oh, my goodness. I feel like, you know that, like, we're, well, let's use the metaphor of being buried alive. And we were all buried alive. And we were just suffocating and our oxygen was slowly (laughs) running out. But this whole time we'd been trying to crawl to the surface and there's dirt in our mouth and we can't take in a deep breath and our our eyes are are sandy and gritty. And then all of a sudden our hand (gasps) breaks through the surface (gasps) and we're not out yet. I can see the light. But there's a little beam of light. (laughs) that hits our cheek Ah! and we feel the warmth of the sun for the first time thank you sun in so long (laughs) that was beautiful (laughs) thank you thank you i mean we're not officially unburied alive no but again um, you guys hopefully in the future um know by now um and i hope it is good still um, yeah, I want to just want to thank people of color, especially black women, yep. especially Queen fucking Stacey Abrams. Oh, fuck yes. I mean, you saved our country and I want to apologize as a fucking white woman. I, I know. don't. <clears throat> I am I no don't longer understand. identifying as a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Identifying as something else. Unfortunately, (laughs) you have to because everyone has to, and that's part of the thing. Because, right, you know, right. Um, Right. Wouldn't it be that easy for other people to say that? Um, And I do want to say, like, obviously, we need to get the fuck Trump out of the fuck, 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 fuck place. Um, Mm -hmm. But I have heard from like, some people that it is still scary just the fact that it was so close 
Yeah. And for like all of our Sammies and the LGBTQT plus community and like black, brown, indigenous people of color, like we acknowledge you and we support you. And I acknowledge that like it is still scary of if you know what I mean? Like we just don't know. <clears throat> and there's what some volatile the angry future. people. Yeah, holds. Um, but we fucking stand with you and we will fucking fight for you. Um, and we love you. And if you want to talk to anyone, we're here. Yeah. Um, you can reach out to us on social media at KK Sam Podcast. There's a phone number on Instagram. You can text us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, really, really um, highly recommend joining our Facebook group. It's called Sammy Stay Alive Maybe. There's links on Instagram. But like, it's tons of fun, yes, but, like, it's also a really safe place because everyone's really wonderful in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anyone isn't fucking wonderful, we will kick them the right the fuck out. Like, you better ben believe out, it. You better believe it. Um, but, yeah, it's a really, really supportive place. Like, if you need to share your feelings or anything, like – I highly recommend going there because then it's like a group of people to support you. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to say that and that, you know, just give everyone a hug. You know what? You know what? Everyone get in here. Get in here. Let's you guys, it out. You guys get in here. Let's all get oh. a little group hug going, guys. Come on. We love Groupie you so hugs. much. We so love much. you all so, so fucking much. God damn it. And, God damn it. And I love you. I, uh, I haven't even told Kim this, but this is an idea that I was – planning on sharing with uh kim and my uh friend group but i think it's worth sharing on here is the regardless of this outcome the work is not done it's actually all it's done is like expose the work that still needs to be done basically um and one of the things that i like to do is take control of that which i can control i don't know if you guys know that about me <laughs> you? Uh, it's pretty what? surprising yeah no. i know i Hi, I'm I, I, I'm sure you're shocked to know I'm a control freak. You seem really um, go with the flow. I am. I'm just so <laughs> chill. Um, but I've decided that I would love for us to all share what our, if you want, what our little sort of pet project will be. So, for instance, I would really like to focus on personally, like, who can I help? What can I donate to that is moving the country towards the dismantling of the Electoral College? I would like to Bruh. focus on that for me. And I would love to hear. We really like, need that. Yeah. And I would love to hear what you guys are going to focus on, because what that does is it makes you feel more in control because you don't feel like you have to be everywhere at once and you have to know the ins and outs of every issue that is plaguing our country that's overwhelming and it leads Mm -hmm. to paralysis so there are a lot of things that can be done if an antiquated system that worked very well for our country when the when the dissemination of information was not possible that is no longer the case uh so the electoral college no longer makes sense and there are a lot of things that will be done nothing about it makes sense Yeah, we won, so, bitch. <laughs> this shouldn't even be. Votes. This shouldn't even be a fucking nail biter. We fucking won. That's yeah. also something to 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 say is like, he Trump had more votes than any president ever against him. So mm-hmm. that yeah is something to say. You know what I mean? Like like yeah, the people really do want him out. They said it. <laughs> That's the fucking future, white people. Deal with yeah. it. 
Yeah. I know that change is hard. Deal with it. Go to fucking therapy. Honestly, go to fucking therapy. Change is hard for everyone. You fucking pieces of shit. Um, Another thing. Let us know what your pet, what your pet issue is going to be. And And another thing that. that you have is that we are committed to showing up here every single week. So if you need something yep. to rely on, we're going to be here this Wednesday and next Wednesday and the Wednesday after that. And we're going to watch a horror movie together and we're going to make dumb jokes and hopefully laugh. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> so, yeah, you so. can if you need, you know, just something to rely on. We're fucking here. And yes. uh, yeah. Any other life oh. things? Oh, China holds out. Uh, John holds out. Tits, uh, out. tits motherfucking up. Mm. That Guinness with a peanut butter whiskey shot in it. That ah, sounds chef's kiss. Delicious. Chef's kiss, I tell you. Uh, I don't think I have any other business because um, I'm totally consumed by one thing yeah our Um, la girls text chain has been off the chain chain. (laughs) (laughs) with a lot of fucking just non-stop texting refreshing pages a lot of mathematicians up in there so many mathematicians doing fucking calculus up in there Unbelievable. <laughs> I do want to give a uh, thirst trap shout out to uh, the new boy that's going on my wall. And his name is, is Steve, Steve Kornacki. <laughs> <laughs> he is going on the wall, motherfuckers. If anyone <laughs> doesn't follow, you should follow Isolation, isolation Hunks, hunks. Yes. on Instagram, which I've been following since the beginning of Isolation Times. And they it's just brought did one on so Steve Kornacki. And it's amazing and hilarious. <laughs> Should I read it? Kind of <laughs> it's kind of long. Oh, okay, fine. I will. Just, just you guys can find it. Um, yeah, isolation hunks on Instagram. Um, I did have a. I had one other thing occupying my mind this week because I got sick. Oh right. And I like got like fluy sick, and I got a fucking flu shot. So then I was like, Do I have coronavirus? Yeah. Um. And yeah, and I'm really grateful that we live in a place where it's very easy to get tested. So I actually got tested on election day and it was super easy. Um, But so fucking election night, I'm literally just like having election anxiety. And do I have motherfucking coronavirus anxiety? Like I'm just like, Kim, Kim. I mean, how did you not combust? (laughs) Thankfully, I did feel really sick so I almost didn't have the energy <laughs> in yeah. a weird way like yeah. I was just like I'm too like like I was very tired and achy and I was literally just like checking my temperature nonstop and then smelling and tasting things <laughs> over and over again <laughs> what did you smell and taste just all the things can all I taste things. this can I taste? does this still taste like uh, things okay essential oils can I smell like just <laughs> all, anything does, does this taste like nothing or does it taste like something? Wow. And then like that's smart. Taking my temperature and like <laughs> I tell Ketrin this, but I usually run a little low in my temperature. Oh. So like 
I would take my temperature, like usually I'm like 96 or seven something, you know, mm-hmm. and then I would take my temperature and I'm like 98.6. And I'm like, and you're like, well, technically that's like exactly normal. But like, yeah. for me, it's kind of high. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's the only thing I, I wonder about like out. places that, that take your temperature when you like, yeah, walk in somewhere because I'm the same way. And then we discovered that apparently everyone in sync also runs yeah. low temperatures, which is weird. But yeah, it's like I run, I'm pretty consistently 97.7. That's Ooh. my temperature. Yeah. So if I have 98.6, That's like someone's going to let me in. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to very... let me in. It, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But it was scary. But praise be that like um, I am negative. The results came back in like 24 hours. I was like, oh, <sighs> fucking thank That's... God. So I also so like didn't tell anyone. I think I told Catherine like the next day, but like I didn't want anyone's fucking negative worries up in my yeah. atmosphere, my energetic atmosphere. Yeah. I was like, totally. Look, I'm a little worried. And then I also started doing at night. I was like, I was like, did that thing where I was like, okay, I think you know, it's just like well, I probably don't have it. But like, what are like what are the other symptoms? Because I don't have them, you know. And then I look right. and then it's like trouble breathing or whatever. And then I'm like. I can, can I breathe? Wait, oh my God, I can't breathe. I didn't know I couldn't breathe until I tried to breathe. Yep. <laughs> That's so then I start so freaking out true. like that. But like I have gotten tested before for like jobs and things. So I know exactly what it looks like to receive the negative message. And mm-hmm. so I just kept visualizing that like over and over and over again. So that's why I didn't want to oh. tell anyone to like yeah. – put their worry negative energy about me anywhere and then I was mm-hmm. like I'm gonna fucking visualize this outcome and it yeah fucking happened fuck yes queen I'm really so, glad that you don't have oh the corona God. me me too so that would have been just really really inconvenient for me <laughs> um, that was my biggest concern yeah 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 so thank you <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> I I did it for you you're welcome. I, I, or thank you. I mean, I had two other family members who also were were exposed exposed to COVID. Oh, and yeah, because that's the thing. I like, came back negative. Oh, good. I wasn't exposed, so I was also like, like I, like I don't know how I would, you know, there right. wasn't a clear reason, but like you never fucking know. I don't know. So, but yeah. Well, good. I'm glad that they're negative too. Yes, exactly. Um, so things are looking so... up. There's a couple little rays of sunshine coming through the grave dirt. <laughs> you guys. this grave dirt is tasting delicious right now i can taste all of it it smells like fucking dirt god damn it i can taste the sunshine i can taste the sunshine (laughs) guys just go out and eat all the dirt your little heart desires and taste every granule okay let's hear about you want to hear about a movie the other thing yes ma'am of the future is that it's Friday the 13th. Yes, it is. So we're continuing our journey. I'm, I'm so excited. Loving this journey for us, by the way. Me too. It's so fun. Also, can I ask a dumb question? Has yeah. it just worked out that every Friday the 13th has also alternated correctly <laughs> with our weeks? It absolutely has. I mean, I think we should keep switching off anyway, but it's we haven't needed to worry about it. Yeah. That's fucking genius. I love it. It's been perfect. That's very cool. Uh, The last thing I was going to say, that thing about 13 and women, it it being sort of anti-woman, it's because a lot of female-based religions, pagan religions, held 13 
as a oh, very holy number. Right. So that was one of the symbols that was taken away in order to convert large swaths of the population to a patriarchal religion of Christianity. Right. I think we did talk about that. Yeah. So forgive me if sense. I'm repeating myself, but I thought that was really interesting because I've always had like a double take when I see the number 13, like it's been that ingrained in us. Um, oh. And so learning that that's fucking made up and if anything, it's a very positive number has been just a lovely feeling. Yeah. That's how I feel about 666 because I have a thing about angel numbers. So like repeating mm-hmm. numbers are actually really good things in my world. Yeah. So regardless of the number, I'm like, that's good to me. Yeah. Um, I told you about that time that Eric gave his phone number to like a cashier or uh-huh. something and his number has 666 in it. Yeah. And the cashier like looked at him like he was he cre- <laughs> and that he created his own phone number. It was like, no, that's just my number, ma'am. He's like, Verizon <laughs> gave this to me. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't pick this shit. <laughs> Call Verizon. It really freaked that lady out. I hope she's okay. <laughs> she's still thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, one day the devil came into my grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> He got a great discount. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. Friday the 13th, part whatever the fuck. So this is part three. And the okay. beauty of part three is it is in 3D. Hey, pew, pew, pew. Um, I want to give a shout out to Dougie Styles on Instagram. Um, Dougie. Because he found me this amazing DVD that I ordered that has um 3d but yeah it's a great dvd that has thankfully 3d and 2d so oh great i got to watch it in 3d with it comes with the old school glasses it was a wonderful experience um so you don't get a headache uh, it was it was it was it was (laughs) it was you're like i was (laughs) ill so yeah, I'm like, I've kind of already had headaches. Not sure what it was yeah. due to. Anytime I would look at anything else and then try to go back to the screen, it would like refocus and stuff. And I had to move yeah. the glasses around a lot because it was like 1980s 3D with the paper 3D glasses. So like it, it wasn't the best yeah. and I didn't couldn't see all of the 3D constantly. You know what I mean? Right. Sometimes if it came too quickly, it couldn't like adjust enough. And I like I had to have them exactly right. So it wasn't too much red or too much blue. It had to be like, got it. Perfect. So yeah, I had to, you know, work with it a little bit, but it was still really fun. There were some parts where it was definitely 3D, like just in your face. And it was very, oh my God, very fun. I love that. Um, And so, yeah, but then they have a 2D version. So I got to do that to take notes, which praise me. Cool. Because otherwise, yeah. I mean, too much. Oh my God. Looking de- back down at your paper. I would have, my brain would have exploded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so friday the 13th part three gosh i don't even know how many there are but this is it's such a journey for us especially because you know look where look where it started yeah isn't it infinity aren't there yeah aren't there infinity map jason burps map jason remember him it's just it's such a journey i'm really loving it sweet buddy all right let's do it so this one came out in 1982 um, it's directed by Steve Miner, who also did Friday the 13th Part 2, which you watched. So was it like 
80, 81, 82? I think so, yeah. They pumped this shit wow. out. Okay, here we go. <laughs> um, and he like was involved on the first one as well, but wasn't the director. And he also did Halloween okay. H2O. Fuck yes. Um, there's like 27 writers. The screenplay was Martin Kitrosser and Carol Watson. And then it's like the characters are created by like Victor Miller and Ron Kurtz, I think. Um, and this Jason is played by Richard Brooker. Richard Brooker. Welcome. So, okay. Dead or alive? Chris. Alive. Rick. Dead. Hippie chick. Dead. Hippie dude. Dead. Pregger's chick. Oh, alive? (laughs) Pregger's dude. Dead? What? Oh, what? <laughs> you just said Pregger's dude? I did. Is he preg? Is he pre- preg? Dead. I can't, I can't compute. He's dead. <laughs> you don't get any information right now, Ketrin. Sorry. Shelly. Alive. Vera. Dead. Biker gang, bald head. Dead. Biker gang, long hair, loco. Dead. Fox. Alive. Harold. Fox Mulder always knows how to get out of a situation. <laughs> Harold is alive. Uh, rollers. Dead. Okay. Feeling a high kill count in this one. <laughs> so, similar to part two, we start part three with the entire ending of part two. Shut the fuck. Okay. Well. So this great. was great because you got to watch the end of part one in yours. And now I'm getting yeah. to watch the end of part two in mine. So it's a That's good great. five to ten minutes of that. Um, so we have what we end with. We start with where's Paul? <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. She's being like wheeled into the fucking ambulance. And she's like, where's Paul? Oh. <laughs> didn't say that part i don't think (laughs) um but it was the whole she puts on mrs Voorhees sweater and like try pretends to be the mom and yeah um i don't know if this happens at the end of part two but we do see jason kind of like pull the machete out of his shoulder and then kind of like crawl away on his side um i don't yeah i don't so they might have think that was in it added that for this one um to be like he's still alive yeah so um then it's credits and now we start our movie okay so it's a little kind of uh store uh the crystal lake store and but it's like store slash people live there uh more of like the general store general store is what i was looking for thank you Mm -hmm. and also the people who run it live there and so in the backyard, there's like sheets hanging and a guy kind of comes through the sheets and has like a stick or something and it like pokes into your face. <laughs> sure. Um, They're like, this is 3D starting right now. <laughs> Here's my laundry stick. <laughs> and um he looked like at first to me again i the 3d it was hard to see everything but he looked like um who's the guy 
in like the 70s where he had like brunette hair and like a mustache and he's like famous for like laying on the um the carpet oh he was in Burt Reynolds Burt Reynolds I was like his arms his arms yeah his arms Burt Reynolds arms yeah (laughs) he looked like Burt Reynolds at me for me at first which I'm sure everyone's gonna make fun of me for because this guy (laughs) not Burt Reynolds oh so all mustachioed men from the early 80s look the same to you Kim is that what you're saying I have 3d glasses on (laughs) it was dark and he's like behind sheets so that's Harold, and then some lady in like rollers in her hair. Um, rollers, rollers, mm-hmm. great. Uh, is like yelling at him, just being like Harold, like out the window. Basically, she sits back down on the couch and watches TV. And on the news, they're talking about a mass murder and how there's eight Shh. corpses. Um, so it seems like it's like directly after um, part two, pretty much. Okay. So police are, like, combing the area. It was super brutal. And, like, Ginny is the only survivor. Ginny. That was her name. Yeah. Got it. And then uh, she hears a noise outside. And she looks back out the window. And she sees, like, the figure of a man, like, in the sheets. But um, mm-hmm. so she's like, Harold? But, like, we can't see his face then. Um, she goes back to the TV and, like, looks again. And he's gone. So then she goes outside and she's all like, motherfucking Harold, and starts like taking the fucking sheets down like you could finish your job. Like she's just real crotchety. Ugh, hashtag marriage. (laughs) I was like, I don't know if this is what marriage is like, but good Lord. Is this what it's like to be married to Ketron? Oof. (laughs) Don't envy you, Eric. Uh, You know what? I can't even say that's not accurate. So (laughs) moving right along. (laughs) And then again, it's like, through the sheets like does she see someone i don't know so she goes back inside and we see like the back of like a man's figure outside okay so inside harold is actually now like in the store and he's like at the cash register counter and he's like has two little goldfish and he's like feeding the goldfish and talking Aww. to them and he's all like come Aww. on guys like eat your food Da-da-da-da. so he like eats it with them and he's like so you know cute. let's eat and then we see like a shadow kind of behind him and it's like <laughs> and then all of a sudden I know that sound. <laughs> all of a sudden he looks up and he's like, Hey. Um, but he's talking to a rabbit who's like in the lettuce. <laughs> he's talking to a rabbit? Yeah. Oh my god. Also he like reads the ingredients on the fish food and it's like something weird and gross. So he's like like spitting it out. He's very cute. So he goes and picks up the rabbit and he's like, guy, you can't be on the lettuce. And he's like, well, you got to get back to your home or Roller McGee Ketrin is going to scream at you. And I don't want to be Roller McGee anymore. I want to be the bunny's twin. I know. Roller McGee doesn't like the animals, so she can't be that Ketrin. Yeah, that's true. Um, but then he like is just carrying the rabbit like a baby, but starts to like just eat the food in the store like he just grabs some nuts and then like opens up a bottle of something and just starts drinking it and puts it back down on the shelf like very maybe weird. harold is me <laughs> you're a combo <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're both of them you are this couple together as one i am yeah it's true <laughs> this is you personified is this couple yep <laughs> In Friday the 13th, part three, 3D. 
3D. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget the 3D. So now we're like point of view, like kind of looking at him and coming closer and closer. It's Roller Lady. And mm. she's all mad that he's like eating the food because doesn't the doctor say he needs to lose weight and like the rabbit needs to go home and blah, 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 blah. So she like takes the donut <laughs> out of his hand and just puts the half eaten donut bat in the back in the box. And I'm like, what are you people selling in this store? What are you selling? You can't sell half eaten donuts. <laughs> I mean, maybe they don't get a lot of customers. I don't know. But yeah. So Harold goes outside to, like, the back shed, I guess, or whatever, and there's a cage where the rabbits live, and he goes and looks at the cage, and they're all dead, and he's like, who would do this? And he's, like, looking up in the cage, and then there's a snake that pops (laughs) out, and it's 3D. (laughs) And so he runs back inside and has to take a shit. I don't know. I... I am this couple. <laughs> that that snake literally scared the shit out of him. Yeah, they they are me and I are them. <laughs> and it was quite quite the foley sound of of shitting, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> just no real squishy and oh, real yucky. squishy. Mm. So Not anyway, bad. he's sitting on the toilet, grabs a bottle of booze next to him. And like ahead of him, there's like kind of like a curtain. I can't tell what kind of room this is. It's a bathroom there's a toilet in it but it doesn't seem it doesn't look like a normal bathroom like there's just a lot of like there's storage in there too i think you know what i mean like that kind of thing honestly that sounds like a a bathroom in a general store where it's like it's the bathroom but like you've got to store some extra boxes in it that sounds like pretty much stuff around and like doors to different places like it's yeah I forgot that you've never worked retail before. That's literally what every retail store bathroom looks like. <laughs> it's just like, there's a toilet, but we're also using it for other things. Oh, weird. <laughs> it's every place I've ever worked. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he, uh, there's like a little like curtain that's kind of waves a little bit. So he gets up and like goes like pulls at it. Nothing. Pulls the other side. Nothing. And then he, like, opens a door, nothing, starts looking around. I don't know if he's, like, hearing sounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. He opens a door, kind of, like, looks outside, closes it, does, opens the other door, butcher knife ah! into his chest. Into his chest? Goodbye, Harold. Half of myself. Half of you is dead. <laughs> Same brain. And it was the kind half. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now, Rollers is, like, looking for him because she's like, Harold, where are you? Um, And she goes into the bath storage room where he was. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The toilet slash slash storage room. (laughs) Yeah. And then she hears a noise, so she, like, kind of looks at something, and she's like, ah, and it's, like, a little rat, and he, like, climbs out on, like, a little pole and 3Ds up into your face. Um, Little baby. And then behind her, there's, like, a window in the door, and a hand comes through Ah! it and stabs her. Uh, This is happening very fast. You're all dead. I am dead. dead. A whole, the whole me is demise. So sorry, you're not the final girl of this movie. <sighs> no, I'm definitely not. Holding out for the rats and rabbits. 
now we cut to a neighborhood and this big van pulls up. It's one of those, um, like bigger than a, not a minivan. It's one of those big vans that doesn't have windows on the side, only in the back. Oh yeah. That, that would say like, kids, there's candy in here. And then you're pulled into the van and never seen again. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, um, you know, seventies, eighties or something. So it's got like stripes of random colors not it's not like a white van got it got it and so um chris or chrissy is driving and then there's a couple next to her and they all get those three get out of the car and the couple's like making out and they're all talking about how they're going on like a trip for the weekend or something and sexy times and blah 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 Mm -hmm. And then we kind of see behind them coming from around the van is a guy with like a weird mask on and holding a knife. And no. they're just like chilling and talking or whatever, crossing the street. And he like comes up behind them and like stabs the guy. And then um, it ends up being a joke. It's like their friend. Uh, I'm so it's not, not a laughing. real stab. Like it's like a fake knife, like a. Right. I don't find this funny. I don't like it. I don't want to be their friend anymore. Oh, I'm dead. So it's fine. (laughs) So this guy is (laughs) Shelly. And he's roommates with um, the guy who's in the couple. And he's kind of like, come on, man. Like, don't embarrass me. Like, I I brought you here. Like, I got you a date. Like, they're going to this house to get the girl who's Shelly's date. Okay. Um, Okay. For the weekend, I guess. Um, Yeah. And they're like, you know, he's like, quit joking around, man, you know, and he's like, says something where he's like, I'm not joking. I'm an actor. And he's like, even worse <laughs> or something. Oh, ain't that the truth? <laughs> and, and as they're talking at some point, Chrissy talks about how she's, she kind of just mentions like, you know, don't worry, like what happened to me at the lake happened a long time ago. Uh, Chrissy? I thought her. So it's not Ginny. No, this isn't Ginny. Okay. These okay. are new people. Interesting. Well, you were just saying, like, what happened to me at the lake? So I was yeah, like, I was there a Chrissy? I, I don't know. We don't know. Oh, we don't know. Okay. All right. We don't know. I mean, this entire time, because I didn't fully see part two with my eyeballs, I was like, right. wait, is is she in one of the past ones? And I don't remember her face. But yeah, um, we'll find out. Okay. But yeah, the entire time I was confused. I'm like, what happened to you at the lake? Wait, were you in one of the other movies? What's happening? Yeah. Tell me, tell me what's okay. happening. Okay. They go to the house um, and knock on the door and they get Vera. Her mom doesn't want her to go. Um, They're speaking. She's clearly like Latina um, because like her mom, I don't know. I think their name was like Mrs. Sanchez or something. And then like inside they're like speaking Spanish or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this is like the girl that like they have is like the date for Shelly. And he's like very insecure. Like he's not. Like, he says something about, like, his looks, you know, like, he's just, like, like he has to be funny because he's compensating, not good looking enough, basically. So, wait, am I also Shelly? Am I all of these, are all of these, is this that John Cusack movie where I'm all the people? <laughs> oh, no. Wow. Wow. Now I'm just thinking of all the characters and. Wow, how they're they're all a little bit me. This is going to be interesting. Great. I can't wait to see what I'm up to. So they get Vera. 
they're standing on the porch and one of them like looks over to the van across the street and it's like smoking out the windows and they're like the van's on fire and so they all run over and they open the door and there's like a hippie couple sitting inside in the back smoking weed. like smoking two huge bongs great so there's that for you <laughs> <laughs> wow okay <laughs> so i'm all the characters so far <laughs> Uh, so here's what happens next and we'll see. Um, (laughs) so now they're driving to the lake Mm -hmm. and Chrissy's driving and she says something about like, they're kind of like, you know, how long will it take to go be there or whatever? And she's like, well, we wouldn't have taken so long if we didn't have to take so many pee breaks. And the girl next to her, like the couple, um, is like, well, that's what happens when you're pregnant. And I was like, is that a joke or are you pregnant? And then everyone's like smoking joints. Um, and uh, in the back, Shelly and Vera are in the back, and Shelly has like this like little like suitcase black box sort of thing that he's okay. like holding on to. And Vera's like, What is that? And he's like, You know, it's like my life, like you'll see, or something like that. All of a sudden, okay. there's a cop car behind them with the lights on. And so they all start freaking out about the weed. And they're all just like, what do we do? What do we do? And so they're like, <laughs> like they basically all start eating the weed. So like <laughs> Chris does it because she's driving. And then again, girl sitting next to her is like, no, we're pregnant. So I was like, I guess they're pregnant. I guess so, they're pregnant. Okay. So it's Chrissy, Prager's girl, and Prager's boyfriend all in the front seat. Okay. And then the hippie couple and Vera and Shelly. Oh, I get how the man is pregnant now because his girlfriend is. I get yeah. it now. I was so confused. Yeah, they're just the couple is like I apparently that I, I thought it was a interesting choice, I guess, for the characters. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I was like, okay, I guess they're also a baby. I, I very much approve of men uh, saying that they are also pregnant along with their partner. Well, she said it, but oh. Well, hopefully he's on board or you're <laughs> thrown out of the van. Tuck and roll, bitch. I mean, they seem real happy and love to have sex with each other. So, okay, um, cool. But yeah, so I was like, I guess that wasn't a joke. I guess she is. So anyway, um, they all fucking eat all the weed. And then she's like, I have to pull over. And she like pulls to the side and the cops like fly by them. <laughs> okay. And they end up pulling up to the general store. The general store. And there's an ambulance there with the bodies of you being put into the ambulance. Shoot. Okay. And so as we drive by, Chris really, like, looks out the window and watches it, like, concerned. So they're driving, and everyone in the car is like, stop, stop, stop. And so she stops, and there's a guy just sleeping across the road. And it's, like, a small road at this point. They're, like, going to the you know, like, and so they all get out and like stand over him and like he wakes up and is just like, oh, hello, this must be my greatest day or something. And um, then he's like, <sighs> stands up and he's like, look what I found. And he puts 3D up in their face and eyeball that has oh! like the entire like uh, retinal nerve. nerve still connected. That's just like, here you go. Like. And they all freak oh. out and, like, get back. And he's like, um, 
this is to warn you it's an omen go back and okay it's that that. guy it's that guy okay so they're driving down the road and they go to there's a little sign this is called higgins haven okay and they go over a, a little wooden bridge and they pull up to this big house that's like uh it's cabin like but it's big and two stories and stuff like that but it's all like woody you know like a fancy cabin sure I don't know if it's fancy. It's just not like a tiny little shed cabin. Got it. And so it has like a barn at one kind of like not connected, but, you know, with it. Mm-hmm. and On the property. On the property. And then it also goes down to the lake. And the lake okay. has a little deck, wooden deck to the lake. Got it. Mm-hmm. Dock. Dock. <laughs> <laughs> A little runway to the lake. Bam, bam, bam. Walk it. Yeah. Walk it. Mm, smack it. Ooh. <laughs> so the house itself um, has a front porch. So there's a front porch and then there's like a, a back door that goes to the kitchen. The front porch has like one of those wooden swings on it and it has like a pile of firewood. Um, the... They brought like a canoe that was on the roof of the van the whole time. So they have like a canoe for the lake. And as they're all getting out of the van, we see from inside the house um, a man. You know, whenever we're seeing a man, it's always just kind of like a shoulder or like a part of a torso kind of thing like that, you know, um, yeah. watching from inside. And we okay. hear. And so they all get out and they're all like excited to like go to the lake. So they all run down to the lake and Chris is like, okay, but I'm just going to like bring my bags into the house first. So she goes in by herself and she gets to the door and it's like already kind of open. So she pushes it more and it's like, and then someone grabs her and then pulls her against the wall and kisses her. Oh, this is Rick. And she kind of like pushes him off and um, uh, the whole time I'm trying to figure out what this relationship is. But clearly like they kind of like used to date sort of thing, um, maybe trying to reconcile whatever. Yeah. But still just fuck around sometimes probably when they're drunk. (laughs) Well, I think he lives here. Ah, okay. So, um. And she's just a little, like, ah, like a little holding back kind of. Yeah, and he's Uh like, oh, is something wrong? And she's just kind of like, oh, no, it's just being here again after two years. Oh, shit. Who is this bitch? Okay. And, you know, and he's like, kind of like, is like, well, you could say hello or something. And then, like, he tries to kiss her. And she's like, just, like, slow down, okay? And so... They're going to go outside to get the bags and she kind of like jumps on his back for like a piggyback ride and they like joke with each other and stuff like that. And they get to the van and the the back side door is open and Chrissy goes to that one and she's like, was this open before? And she's all like looking around concerned, like definitely paranoid. And inside is that little like black box of Shelly's. And so she like reaches in and then a hand grabs her. Ah, it's Shelly. And he's like, that's my bag. And he's like, don't touch my box. Don't touch my box. And she's like, why aren't you down the lake with everyone? And he said that they're all skinny dipping and I'm not skinny enough to go skinny <sighs> dipping. Oh, my God. 
Oh my God, that hurts my heart. So now, well, wait. So, okay. <laughs> so now, um, uh, Chris is showing Pregger's girl where their bedroom's going to be. They go inside and she's like, this used to be my room um, and it's all yours now. And they go in and, <laughs> well, first off, Chrissy kind of like looks out the window and she can see the barn from there and it looks like the door is like just shutting. Oh, okay. Got it. Um, and Pregger's girl's like, where's the bed? And she, and Chrissy's like, it's right here. And it's a hammock, a, just a big hammock. No, no, that's, that's your bedroom. my back hurts now. That's your bed. just thinking about that. My back hurts. Your bedroom. That's your hammock bed. Can you fucking imagine <laughs> sleeping for eight hours on a fucking hammock? No, because when you go on it, you're like your body is like in an <laughs> L shape. Yeah. Yes, this is terrible. It's very weird. Oh my god. Everyone's she's going to be in traction after the, she's pregnant. She needs the most comfortable bed. <laughs> My God, there's a lot of things that are just interesting, insane. Like, oh, we both said words <laughs> begin with in, but different. <laughs> like it, it's. Like, neither of those facts really play much into the story, as far as I can tell. But so they just are. I don't know. It's very weird. The fact that a pregnant woman is expected to sleep in a hammock should be a major plot point of this. <laughs> That's insane. Well, <laughs> her being pregnant never really comes up again. It was only mentioned twice very early. So I was like, I guess it's not a joke. They, okay, they seem... here we go. So anyway... Um, now we're at the barn. Ooh. Now oh. Now we're at the barn. Okay. Let me tell you about the barn. So here's how the barn works. You go inside and there's barn shit. When you're in the barn, you can assume there's like a ton of shit in there. Barn shit. Any mm -hmm. kind of weapony barn shit you can think of definitely in there. Saddles. Yep. Yep. Um, clocking it and so there's like you kind of go in and there's different stalls a little bit mm -hmm. but in the front half there's a little wooden ladder so you yep. climb up that and there's like and that's where the hay bales are look at you you're a barn scientist well my mom had a horse oh right i forgot so i literally hung out in a barn and know all of the various things that could be used for weapons in a barn and would have to go Fantastic. up and wow Go up the ladder and throw bales of hay down to my mom. You are well prepared for this. Yeah. So, I'm the daughter of a horse girl, everyone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Peg is a horse girl. She is a horse girl. Uh, she's the cutest little horse girl that ever did live. She is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so once you're up top, it's just like the front part, and that's where the bales of hay are. And so there's that like open little window door yep. there. And so there's like a pulley rope. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I just maybe don't have to explain any of this to you, but for anyone who doesn't know, so at this point, um, Rick is up top and Chrissy's down the bottom, but like outside the front door mm -hmm. and like hooking on bales of hay and he's pulleying them up. Correct, yeah. But he is 
shirtless. Oh. And he's got a real Ryan Reynolds, Amityville horror vibe <laughs> situation going oh. on. Oh, my. Okay. I mean, so, listen, <clears throat> I'm only the daughter of a horse girl, but seeing a shirtless man um, throwing around bales of hay, that must be a genetic thing because I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> It is. And one thing I love about this movie is I was about to start clocking nipples, basically. I was like, sure. well, here's my first man's nipples. Can't wait right. to see how many lady nipples I see. Correct. Not many lady nipples. But we're getting some man nips. More man nips. Oh, yeah. And, and loving in a hotty hot way. Like, just... So and they're and they're three D man nips. Yeah. Hey, three D washboard abs. Oh, right in your face. Yeah, and I'm okay. just trying to taste him. <laughs> trying to taste him. How do I smell and taste these three D abs? <laughs> That's what we call a callback, ladies and gentlemen. Expertly crafted by resident comedian Kimberly Aaron Marie Burns. Thank you very much. So you're welcome. Anyway, he's fucking hot. He pulls up a hail bay. And then <laughs> did I say that? <laughs> did I say that right? <laughs> what did I just say? You said you said hail bay. <laughs> so dyslexic in my speaking. <laughs> it's just it was so Honestly, your reaction to not knowing what you said is funnier than what you said. Because <laughs> in my you brain, just... I'm saying it just so quickly. <laughs> my mouth is moving. Oh, your your brain moves faster than your mouth. That's always been your thing. So he pulls up one of those. <laughs> yeah. And then he starts pulling again. And he's like really, you know, pulling it. And he's like. Kind of all talking about, like, clearly he's, like, into her and wanting to try to date and stuff like that, you know, because he's like, look at me, like, doing some sweaty labor and some, instead of some sweaty loving and stuff like right. that, oh. you know what I mean? Um, but okay. he keeps, like, pulling it up, pulling it up, pulling up, and then she's actually on the end of it now. And she's like, what oh. were you saying? Um, and so then he kind of, like, drops her and she falls, like, into the hay below. Okay, that's real cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, hello. Ready for a little roll around in the hay, toss in the – oh, that would have been better if I'd remembered the – Yeah, a little roll in the hay. Roll in the hay. Okay. You had it. Damn you it. had it. I did. Uh, then they hear a scream from inside the house. Okay. So they run in and Chris is going to look upstairs and uh, Rick is going to look down here. And so Chris is upstairs like kind of looking in the rooms and she opens one and she hears like a noise in the armoire. So she goes and she Good opens word. it. Thank you. She opens it. Shelly is in there. He like falls back, has an axe like in his head and like blood dripping down his face. And he what? like falls on the ground. So she screams. Everyone else fucking runs in the room. And they're all like, what do we do? What do we do? And fucking um Prager's boyfriend bends down and like tickles him and Shelly laughs it was a fucking joke I don't like that and he's like fool ya and then 
everyone's really pissed. Like, yeah, I don't like that. Especially like the girls. Like they were just like, what the fuck? And he's like, it was a joke. And so they all like leave. And Vera says that she wants to go to the store. So she asks to borrow Rick's car, which is like a little yellow buggy. And um, she's like starting to drive away and Shelly tries to go with her. And so like at first she like keeps driving and then she stops and lets him come. Yeah. Because Vera was supposed to be like his date. Yeah. But she's like, okay, what the fuck was that? Yeah. So now Chrissy's out kind of in the woods and like her friend Pregger's girl is like trying to talk to her and being like, you know, because Chrissy's a little upset, you know, and yeah. And Preggers is like, you know, he doesn't know what happened to you. Um, oh, neither do we. But neither do I. Yeah. Um, and Chrissy is just like, I mean, it's not just that. Like, ever since I've been here, I've just been really like paranoid, and like my imagination is like running away from me. You know, I just keep thinking I'm seeing and hearing things and stuff. You know. Yeah. There's some PTSD happening here. You yeah. Literally. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. And so. And Pryor's is like, nothing is going to happen, like, especially because we're all together. Like, let's just enjoy ourselves. And then she kind of asks about how things are going with Rick and stuff like that. So now uh, Vera and Shelly are at the store, different store. Um, And Vera's at the counter and she needs, like, more money or whatever. I think there's some type of racist joke in here um, because, like, the chick is like, it's 20, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, and we don't accept food stamps or something. And uh, I remember Vera's like the Latin girl. And I was like, yeah, is this, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's Ral racist. Like There's like, no other way to interpret that. Was what? Um, <sighs> and anyway, so she asked Shelly like, Hey, give me your wallet. I need more money. So he like throws it to her and it falls on the ground and a biker chick like steps on the wallet and picks it up herself. And then two biker dudes come and hold Shelly. What? And so biker chick is like looking through the wallet and like pulls out a condom and is like, is this your rubber Um, or some shit like that? And like Vera's like, give me it back, you know, and she's just like, you have to say please. So she's like, please give it back. And she's like, please give it back, ma'am. And she's like, please give it back, ma'am. This bitch. Wow. Ma'am. <laughs> yeah, ma'am. Did I kill this bitch in my dead or lives? I think I did. I think you did not because her name is Fox. Oh, fuck. God damn it. I got out foxed. <laughs> and you were like, oh, Fox. God damn it. <laughs> Foiled again. <laughs> So anyway, she gives the wallet to Vera. Vera pays and Vera and Shelly go outside. And Vera's like so fucking pissed. She's like, you drive because I'm going to fucking like run into something. Yeah. So Shelly turns on the car and um, bald head uh, biker guy comes out who seems to be head biker guy. Okay. Bald head head biker guy. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, comes outside and kind of like looks at them and uh, they start the car and then this looks like I'm pretty sure it was accidental accidental like he goes in reverse instead of forward and he crashes into their fucking bikes uh, uh, their <laughs> motorbikes 
that's got to be accidental. Yeah. And so then they're like, fuck. And so they start to drive forward and fucking Baldhead like has a a giant chain around his neck. So he like holds that out and like stands in the middle of the road in front of them. And so they stop and he comes right up to them and like smiles and then smashes the windshield and the and the driver's side window with his chain. He's got a chain around his neck. Yeah, because he's a biker dude. That's heavy. That's also bad for your spine. Hammocks, chains around the neck. We have some serious spinal horror happening. I hope there's a chiropractor. <laughs> Crystal Lake chiropractor. <laughs> so Shelly like drives away, but then he makes a U-turn and then drives directly at the bikes and the and biker dude has to like jump out of the way. And then okay, Shelly turns and drives away, and he's all like, "I did it, I did it." So like him and Vera, like and Vera's kind of impressed now, and like yeah, um, and I'm kind of into it. Bald head biker is like yelling at them, shaking his fist as as they drive away, being like, "You're not gonna get away with this, you crazy kids!" Uh. <laughs> and then Scooby Doo comes out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we cut to back at the house. Preggers is outside sunbathing with the hippie couple. Um, I can't tell where they are. I think it's like by the porch or something because um, Prager's boyfriend is like at like above her, like on the porch and he's playing with a yo-yo. And so he keeps yo-yoing it down into her face, which is very 3D. Uh, um, so it keeps coming like at our face. This is literally just like <laughs> the filmmakers knowing they're going to make it 3D. And <laughs> it's like, what shit? Yes. And we may come at people's face. There's a lot of things <laughs> like that. <laughs> like in House of Wax, where they were like, let's have a guy performing right. outside yeah. that's doing a bunch of this. <laughs> Yo-yos are great for 3D. They really are. So. They really are. So the buggy pulls back up. And um, we see someone, man, again, like looking from like inside the barn, like watching them. And the fucking windshields all broken and everything so rick is like pissed he's like what the fuck happened to my car (laughs) you know um so he's like so kind of everyone goes inside except for chris and rick and rick is just like i'm done with this like i'm leaving oh and chrissy's like no like stay with me so question number one you're rick what do you do what does he do okay i'm gonna leave but i'm also like not going to try to be a dick and I'm going to be like listen I need to go get my windshield fixed like it's dangerous to drive with this so I'm going to go get my windshield fixed goodbye um and I think he stays but that windshield he's not going to be able to see out of it very well and he may have to make a quick escape well it basically turned into no glass at all is what appeared to have happened Oh, they just removed the windshield. Yeah, I see. It was shattered, and then by the time they get to the house, it, it appears to be no glass at all. Right. Although anymore, I, I don't know. Right. We, are, we, just, um, we don't know. But well, that's I'm neither gonna, here nor there, really. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that. Double doubling. Um, he doesn't. Uh, necessarily stay at the house but he's like okay i'll stay with you chrissy but he's like um get in like let's go somewhere else basically so he stays with her right 
And they drive off and someone again is like watching from the barn. So now we're with our preggers couple and they're going to go for a swim in the lake and they're all sexy, 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 talky, talky. Yep. That's sure. what I said. Yep. And the, so he goes down to the lake and the girl's like, I'm going to get some towels from the van. So she opens up the van door and she's like getting towels and we now see like under the van on the other side of it are like boots, like man's boots walking. No. And she actually takes her towels and goes away and around the corner of the van comes long hair biker. Fuck me. We only have room for one antagonizer, okay? We're already waiting for Jason. We don't have time for bikers. There's a lot of antagonizers in this. Oh, God. All right. Spinal problems. Yes. Jason. Biker gangs. Racism. Removed windshields. Yes. Yeah. Glass in your eye. Ah! There's going to be another one later, but I don't want to spoil it. Sure. So... He's carrying a big gas can and like a hose around his neck. And then Baldhead Biker and Fox come up with more gas cans. So they're basically okay. going to start siphoning the gas out of the van. Uh okay. As they're like revenge. <laughs> okay. But they're but they're being seen doing this, correct? No, no one's oh, around. Okay. Okay. Um because Preggers is at the lake now. She's at the lake. Okay. I was confused because I thought she went up to get towels, which she did. Yeah. But then left. left. Okay. I see. And then we see biker people. Got it. So the boys are doing that. And so Fox is just exploring. And she's like, I'm going to go look in this barn. And she, unlike you, appears to have never been in a barn before because she is fascinated Mm, by everything. Just rookie move. She and has no concern of anyone hearing her or seeing her because she grabs some little, little, I don't even know, contraptions and then starts playing the drums on things like beep, boop, 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 boop. And yeah. like, you can't get cocky in a barn. Starts I'll tell you like that right now. Touching a you saddle. You gotta respect. The barn. She's okay. I would say she's respecting it because she is just wowza. First time in a barn. Okay. She's okay. impressed by everything. Uh-huh. She sees uh-huh. a, a saddle and she's like, wow. And then she there's a, a little water canteen that she picks up and it's empty. Like Pour it's just... some sugar on me. <laughs> you can see yourself out. So <laughs> she, <laughs> I don't know. It's very weird. She's just really into everything. And so um, we start to see a shadow appear. And then we see mm-hmm. a man. We don't see his face. We just see jeans and a dark green button up shirt. Oh, dear. She hears a noise and we hear. <laughs> and then she trips and falls in the hay. She's not familiar with barns. Yeah. First time in a barn. Yeah. And she's just too enamored by everything. Yeah. They're fascinating places. And then the wooden ladder, (laughs) some hay starts to kind of like fall down from it. And she's like, who's up there? 
Question number two. No, I don't go up there. What do you do as she no, do? I don't go up there. I respect the barn and I leave. I'm not going up there. There should not be hay falling on me without me being the hay faller. No. Uh, she's a fucking idiot who doesn't respect barns and she goes up the ladder. <laughs> Correct. I didn't know my barn girl genealogy was going to come so in handy. So strong, too. I, it's, yeah. Wow, really in your blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she climbs on up. Back to the boys, biker boys. Um, long hair is uh, basically bald head is like, hey, long hair, go take this first can that we already filled up of gas and start pouring it in the barn. Oh, so we're just pyros. We're arsonists. We're not just trying to make it so they can't leave. We're, we're killing people. Okay. Well, just the barn. I, um, I'm going to say that that I don't goes think against plan. respecting the I, barn. <laughs> you know okay. what? You're right. Yeah. When you're right, Who's- you're right. But also, I don't think their plan is to burn people in the barn. I hear you. I think you. they are planning to burn an empty barn. Who just here me. is the descendant of the horse girl? You know, I, I, I just, you. I won't, I won't, I, I don't know what they were doing. Right. I just, I'm no biker scientist. <laughs> and I don't think either of us are descendants of, of biker. No, we're not. But of the two of us, the one most likely to be descendant of a biker is you. 100%. <laughs> So what I'm saying is, I don't think they were trying to murder people. They were just trying to be dicks. I hear you. Uh, I don't. I don't approve of their behavior. No, please don't of get me not. wrong. No, you you aren't beholden to your genealogy unless you wish to be. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> That's what hashtag therapy is for. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, and he's like, go find Fox. So he goes up to the barn and Fox is upstairs swinging on the ropey rope. She's no. on a little rope swing and she's just yelling at him like, hey, hey, woo. And he's like, what are you doing? And then he, I don't know, looks down at something, looks back up. She's not there anymore. Could have predicted that. Question number three. What do you do? What does he do? I am going to leave the barn and call for help. Uh, There is something afoot in this barn. Uh, He goes up there and is like, where are you? What? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. It (laughs) needed to be... (laughs) Kim just... I'm sorry. Our patrons will see what just happened. But to the rest of our listeners, normally the screen is split 50-50. Kim just made it 60-40, 75-25 split. I was a teeny tiny little piece of trash in the corner. And she was big and beautiful in the screen. So, um, I'm sorry, ma'am. I was <laughs> recording your double ding points. <laughs> And my pen happened to push a button on the computer. Likely story. <laughs> so 
he goes on in, but he's pissed because he's like, Fox, come on. Like, what are you doing? And so he climbs up the ladder and he's like looking out the window door thing. And then we see behind him, Fox is stabbed onto the wood beam. Oh, no. In the air. Feet a flying. Right. Right. And he turns and sees it. And then pitchfork. Yeah. Into his gut. Oh, ouch. That's a triple stab in one. Triple stab. Hey, three points Ooh, for Jason. Three points. Triple stab. That's going to hit all your major organs. And so he's real dead. Yeah, he falls dead. And that's a nice yeah. little 3D bit of the the end of the pitchfork um, poking at us. Yeah. I'm going to add pitchfork to my preferred weapons chest. That's really good. That's a triple stab. You're going to hit a major organ no matter where you stab them. It's a triple stab. It's real big, though. For me, it's a little too big. I'd get, well, I can I mean, imagine have... my awkwardness with that long pole getting a little wonky. Oh, I'm sorry. That was so silly of me. I should have specified. Uh, no, not for you. For me. It is far too, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. too much okay, for yeah, you. We're, for on, little we're on the same page. Sp- yeah, like your little spindly arms and your Nosferatu <laughs> hands. Yeah. It's not for you. Okay. It's cool. for me. Great. You know what? When you're yeah. right, you're right. Yeah. So... <laughs> Now, bald head biker oh God. is outside the barn with the rest of the gas. And he's all like, Fox, Loco, what's up? So he goes in and he's pissed. And he is like looking around and he like looks up um, the ladder. Loco's body falls down on ah! him. Ah! And then someone jumps down on the other side, like into one of the stalls. Mm -hmm. And so he's like still calling for Fox and he goes and picks up a machete. Okay. A barn machete. All right. Yes. And he goes into that stall where someone jumped down and he swings again. We can't see the face of the person, but he swings and misses. And then he gets hit biker bald head gets hit and gets knocked down and then gets butcher knife stabbed a couple times. Oh, man. Outside of the barn, through the window, we see the preggers couple outside and Mm -hmm. the guy wants to go in and take a roll in the hay. Shoot. Should have stuck to boning in that hammock, buddy. Thankfully, preggers chick is cold, so she's just going to go in the house. Yeah. And we see inside button up green shirt is watching. Oh shit. Okay. So Prager's dude follows her inside though. Great. Now Smart it's guy. nighttime. Mm-hmm. Rich and Chrissy have like just driven to like I don't know, a spot in the woods. Maybe they're like by the lake or something. You can't really tell. They're just in the woods and like the buggy they have like the headlights on and they're just kind of like sitting and talking. Mm-hmm. And this is where we find that Rick like lives there because he's like, oh, I would never want to be anywhere else. Like it's so peaceful here and quiet. Like he loves the quiet. Okay. And she's kind of like, oh, but the quiet can be deceiving. Like I was deceived by the quiet and stuff. 
Chrissy, what <laughs> happened to you? Uh, and she <laughs> says that, like, he's like, why did you even come back here, you know? And she's like, well, I came back to prove it to myself that I could do it. And, you know, like, Rick wants more, but, like, she's like, you just don't understand. Da, 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 da. Back to the cabin. Now um, our roommate boys, uh, Pregger's guy and Shelly, are juggling, which is also a, f- a fun 3D game. Very 3D, says House of Wax again. Yeah, so they're having a nice little juggle off. <laughs> they are. I think you and I, our first TikTok video should be you and I having a juggle off with no skill for juggling and just see what I happens. I don't think that that, that will last Point one seconds. <laughs> I mean, you need to be able to like juggle the, the items at least once to, yeah. You know, I I think we would just be like balls in the air, and then down, <laughs> and then down the, the ground. ground. That's, that's it. Oh, we both lost. Oh, that was our juggle off. Goodbye. <laughs> so they're just fucking juggling nonstop and so Pregger's girl is like I know how I can stop this and she goes up to her boyfriend and is like I think there's better things you can do with your hands and he's like mm. balls to the ground let's go <laughs> <laughs> sexy balls times. to the ground boner to the face <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> and the hippies are just like on the couch kind of like passed out high or sleeping or something so now it's just Vera so the hippies are kind of whatever sleeping. And so now it's really just Vera and Shelly kind of there. And so Vera gets up and like strokes the fire a little bit. And uh, she she strokes the fire. Isn't that what she does? Stokes. <laughs> but honestly, she doesn't, she doesn't stroke it. She kind of strokes it with a poker. <laughs> okay. She's stroking it. <laughs> She's just gently stroking the wood. Yeah, she's not stoking the fire, everyone. She is, as Kim <laughs> says, stroking the fire. <laughs> Please continue. Guys, I got a 1310 on my SATs. <laughs> Very smart. You're extremely smart. You have all the maths. <laughs> she thinks in images, not in words. anyway she's doing that to the fire sure she's hailing the bay of the fire (laughs) and she bends down kind of and Shelly kind of like checks out her booty and he's like well like you know it's just you and me I guess and he kind of tells her that he likes her Mm. and Vera's like oh like I'm sorry like I don't I don't really think so like I'm just you know she's not into it and she's like I'm gonna go outside for a minute but we can talk about it when I get back in mm-hmm. and so she goes out and he's like bitch <gasps> Shelly yeah good bye yeah. wow 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 yeah. wow 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 I'm like, so I know upset. you're insecure but this is how like incels start basically because I'm just like because a woman is not interested in you 
doesn't yeah. mean she's a fucking bitch. We don't all like each other. You know what? Yeah. People all we don't all like each other. It's okay. Like I'm not interested in every male that I meet. No, I was about to say the word incel immediately. Yeah. That no. it's like these are people that we what I hmm. Like, it's totally it's, fine for people to just be like, oh, like, I, I'm just not interested, but thank you. You know what I mean? Like, that's great. Thank you. Cool. Moving on to someone else. Someone else will like you. It's totally fine. But like, yeah, saying that someone's a bitch just because they don't want to fucking go out with you. Like, fuck you. And also, like, live in the realm where we have empathy for you. Like, live in the realm where I was like, poor Shelly. Right? But like, now you've moved into another right? realm where like, I want to like castrate you. So right? like, Mm-hmm. Was that the best strategy? I think not. Yeah. So I don't know. I hated that. But anyway, yeah. he's just fucking bitter. And so Vera goes out to the porch and um, Shelly's like staring at her through the window. And he ends up like turning around and goes and strokes the fire himself. And <laughs> <laughs> Vera goes somewhere else. I don't fucking know. And again, we see part of a person looking in the window at Shelly. Okay. Up to the bedroom. Uh, with the hammock? Oh, yeah. And God the preggers it. couple are like, how do we do this in the hammock? <laughs> no. How do we do this in the hammock? How? No. But she's like, I mean, let's start by taking our clothes off. So she takes our shirt off. But we again, we don't see anything. So... Oh, that's lovely. And they just hop in the hammock together under the covers and start making out. I'm just picturing my (laughs) knees bent back the opposite way. (laughs) Totally. Like, I hate this. (laughs) Like, I don't know how it's working. It's terrible. (laughs) Whoever's on the bottom, their (laughs) knees are going the opposite direction. You just had to have broken knees to be able to do this. It's a terrible idea. I hate this. No fucking in hammocks, please. (laughs) Anyway, they're giving it the old college try. Good for them. Cut to Rick and Chrissy. In the woods. In the woods. And she is like, I should have told you before. So that you understand. Here is the fucking story. Tell me. Okay. So she says. That last night. That you Rick. Dropped me off really late. I knew it was too late. And my parents were going to be mad. But I didn't care. Because you know. I was having so much fun with you. But she goes inside. And her parents are fucking pissed and they're yelling at her and cursing her and her mom slaps her. It's the first time her mom has ever slapped her. So she runs outside into the woods and she's like, I just wanted to punish them. So I wanted to, you know, just hide out all night and make them feel so bad. And so she basically leans up against an oak tree and ends up falling asleep. And she's startled awake by footsteps. And she's sure that it's her dad, you know. But then the footsteps stop. And she hears like a twig cracking behind her. And she turns and sees this hideous man. He was grotesque. 
And so we had no burps map on. No burps map on. Oh, no. Okay. And do you ever see his face in, in two? For a second, yeah. Okay. Um, it sounds like it happened where three picks up. It sounds like it happened like right bef- before that. Or right after. It doesn't matter. You, you see it. He, like, comes through the window. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you definitely see it um, in this one, like, a whole bunch. But, uh, so, yeah, he has a grotesque face. And I think this is the first time that we do, like, see the whole face and body now together. And he has a knife. And he attacked me. And she starts to try to, like, you know, so we're, like, seeing it happen as she's telling the story. And she's like freaking out and she ends up kicking the knife out of his hand and starts to run. But then he grabs her and pulls her to the ground and starts dragging her across the ground. And then I black out. Ah! I don't oh, know no. what happened next. Oh, no. The next thing I know, I woke up in my own bed. Oh, no. (laughs) And my parents never talk about it. They basically pretend it never happened. Oh, no. (laughs) My brain is going to so many things that went awry there. (laughs) So, yeah, that's the story. And she says, I will never forget that face, that horrible face. This is concerning. Okay. She should not be back at the scene of her trauma, is what I'm saying. No, and she should also maybe be discussing the trauma. Talk about your problem. Talk about your things. Let's talk about our things. Your trauma's not your fault, but your processing of it is. It's your responsibility to process your trauma. Let's all process our trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do it together. We've got our hashtag therapy. Woo! That's a good song. So then the headlights start to kind of fade away. And Rick is like, oh, fuck. It the must battery. be the battery. And he's like, I charged it yesterday, but. Idiot. Who knows? I, I was How like. Do you charge a fucking. I don't know. I was like, what is this car? Is this an electric. Uh, Tesla? V- in VW the buggy in the 1980s? What's happening? Yeah. And you're the one who, who is a descendant of people who have sex with cars. And you. Yeah. And I knew I've never about heard you this. talk about charging a battery. Yeah. It's because I, this was new to me, and I know everything about cars. Correct. Including the best way to get fucked. <laughs> so, yep. um, anyway, so he starts, tries to start the car, won't start. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, we're going to have to walk back. He, go, he grabs, like, a flashlight, and he's like, but I, I think I know a shortcut. Shortcut, walking back through the woods. God, it's like we're in a fucking horror movie. <laughs> weird right (laughs) so now we're back at the cabin and the hippies are asleep on the couch and the dude kind of wakes up and he goes outside to the outhouse in Mm. the dark and we hear so he's 
sitting on the toily toil and <laughs> he um oh no I guess I think before he gets in he like hears a noise or something and he's like Shelly you know mm-hmm. you know Shelly anyway now he sits on the toily toil and back inside Shelly in the toily toil <laughs> yeah Someone just texted me to my – I just see it on my computer. Computer? But I can't what see it. Say? It was like just a phone number and it says, so how much sage do you think they'll need to clear the White House? <laughs> All of it. All the sage. All, the All of sage. it. The fucking White House gar- rose garden is going to turn into <laughs> turn the White House sage garden. Yeah. They actually need that <laughs> because they think there is like a shortage on real sage. There is. And also Melania chopped down all the rose bushes. <sighs> what a monster. Like, what an actual, like, Disney villain. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Chop down all the rose bushes. <laughs> you fucking psycho person. What is happening? Okay, where are we? In uh, a horror movie that you watched or a horror movie that's our life? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to stick with the TV version. Great. For cool. now. Because it's easier to deal with. Agreed. So, <laughs> hippie dude uh, lights up a joint, obviously. Sure. Yeah. And then the outhouse starts to shake a little bit. And he's like, whoa, heavy shit, man. <laughs> 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 so, so far, I'm still both the hippies. Yeah. So then he, um, and then it starts to shake again. So he's a little more like, mm. so he gets up. Yeah. Goes outside and he's like, who's there? And he's like, come on, fucking Shelly. I, I don't want another one of your fucking tricks again, you know. And so he starts like looking around the outhouse. Mm-hmm. And like kind of through the trees, he sees like a dude walk into the barn. And then hippie chick okay. is there. <laughs> and she's like, ooh, <laughs> scared ya. And he's like, I just saw like Shelly go into the barn, whatever. And hippie chick is like. Ooh, let's give him some of his own medicine. Like she wants to go in and like scare Shelly and give him a fucking trick on sure. you. He deserves it. And they go in. Hippie dude's like not really into it. He's like a little scared. He's like, I don't, we don't need to do that. But like hippie chick's like, come on. And they go in and they hear something in one of the stalls. And so she's all like, oh, that's it. Like they're like whispering. She like picks up an axe and she's all laughing. Like, <laughs> and hippie dude is like, Please don't <laughs> please don't act someone jokingly. <laughs> and so she like then she like silently like opens up the stall and is like, silent surprise. No one's there. And they're like, okay. Oh man, you must have laughed. All right, let's go. And they're like walking out and like hippie chick is like, Don't worry, I'll protect you <laughs> to hippie Cute. dude. Yeah. And um we see again man body of jeans and button up watching them. I'm just thinking of I mean like you know what it looks like but it's when I describe it that way I'm like it's like, like a little nonsense. like a little hipster is like standing there <laughs> staring at them totally it does but I I see it in my mind's eye so now Vera is sitting on the edge of the dock which I mm-hmm. clearly knew the word right now when I was writing it so that's great of course she did and she's just kind of like swinging her legs like on the edge of it sort of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And a hand reaches up from the water and nah. grabs her leg. 
And so she like pulls away. She gets up and she's just like, like doesn't run away. Just just starts like kind of looking around the dock, like scared. And she's like, ma'am, what, what? And then ah, a hockey mask comes up out of the water. It's Shelly with a harpoon gun and a hockey mask on. And he's in like a um, wetsuit. (laughs) I literally hate this dude. I hate him. He is the worst. And um, she's like, what the fuck, dude? And me too. And he's like, I just I just like want you to like me. And she's like, well, I'm not going to like you if you're a jerk. And she's he's like, well, being a jerk is better than being nothing. No, it's fucking not. (laughs) Also, read the fucking room. You have committed multiple practical jokes that involve the death of yourself or others and nobody is laughing bro nobody is laughing (laughs) read the fucking room yes thank you you're welcome so he i just upset Tallulah so much (laughs) she was like mom can you chill can you just (laughs) so he takes his hockey mask and his harpoon gun and and goes up and sits on the porch swing and vera goes back and sits on the dock again and so shelly um is sitting on the porch swing and he hears a noise outside okay what do you do what does he do what does shelly do i have to be shelly yep i'm gonna leave the porch swing and i'm gonna go down to the dock with my harpoon. Uh, and I'm going to say, Vera, I'm, I uh, have a lot of things that I need to work through. And I'm taking that lack of progress out on you. And I'm sorry. And I can promise you that when I get back, not that, not that you have any reason to care, but I'm going to go to therapy. Okay. He is going to, I don't know get online and post about how him not having been laid is all the girl's fault. Is that what he, is yeah, that, that's what, what he does do? in 1982. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. So he's on the, so that's what I do. I'm going to hear the noise, go apologize to Vera. It's very far away. I can get a lay of the land of whatever that fucking noise was. Um, so he's on the porch and he hears it like behind him. Um, just kind of like outside, like maybe by the barn pretty much. Maybe by the barn. Does he go to the fucking barn? Like, hello? I'm going to give you a point and a half. Okay. I'll take it. Half point for you. I love that. Um, I love that for your insides. Sure. Better than kept his my insides choice. One, better than what he does 100%. Right. Will you fully stay alive? I don't know. So half point. Um, he goes to the barn and looks in the window and starts calling like for people like, Hey guys, like, what are you doing in there? And so he goes inside, turns the light on, which I was like, I mean, good on you for that. Smart. I didn't even know that yeah. existed. At least. So he's like, turns the light on, like something drops down and like scares him a little bit. Um, outside Vera still has his wallet and it's one of those oh, ones right. that's like a Velcro wallet. <laughs> You know no, I, mean? I, I knew it was a Velcro wallet. 
And just from your description. And she looks and she pulls it out and looks at it. And he has inside like a picture of him and his mom, which is sweet. And so she's like, oh, that's, that's sweet. <sighs> and she kind of like hears something and like gets up and the wallet falls into the lake. So it's just kind oh. of floating. So she's like, okay. Fuck. So then she goes around to like the shore where there's a canoe. And it's like... Mm. Just, like, a little bit out, but she takes her shoes off to try to, like, get in and, like, grab the wallet. So she's, like, a little bit in the lake, and she gets the wallet. And as she does, someone with a hockey mask and jeans and a button-up and a harpoon walk onto the dock. Oh, fuck. And she's, like, hey, I dropped your wallet in the lake. And then she's, like, wait, who are you? And that hockey masked person holds up the harpoon gun and it 3Ds directly at us. And oh no. Into her eye. Into her eye? Oh yeah. That's very extra. Oh yeah. Wow. It was awesome. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the first time. That we see the hockey mask. That we see our friend Jason with the hockey mask on. Wow. This is fucking... I mean, your mind is blown that we're on the third one before we get a hockey mask, no? Mm-hmm. Like, that's... It's a three and a half way through. But I, yeah, loved, three, I yeah. loved the way it came to be. It was, Me too. It's beautiful. I'm into it. Chef's kiss. Yeah. So... Back to Preggers and their uh, boning in the hammock. I don't know. We're only really God seeing their their feet. Their feet are intertwined. Both seem to be bent the right way as far as I could tell. <sighs> I, I don't know how they do it. I don't either. This is insane. But anyway, Preggers chick is going to go take a shower. And now we see Jason start to walk up the stairs. And... Preggers guy is like, okay, hey, I'm going to go get a beard. Um, he also is like shirtless from the rest of time on and has a delightful nipples to look at. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So wait, am I doing this calculation right? We have seen two pairs two- of male nipples and no pairs of girl nipples. That's correct. That's correct. Wow. And... So she's in the shower now. She is in the shower. He's getting a beer. Yeah. And we see, we're kind of like in the shower with her. We do end up seeing side boob with her now. So we do get a a female nipple. But I will say. Sure, but we're still, it's still four male nipples to one female nipple. Yeah. And there's many a times where in many a movies, especially in the 80s, that there would have been boobs galore because she's like, well, let's have sex in a hammock. And then she's like, I'm 100. in a shower. But they kept keeping it up, keeping it at the shoulder. And I was like, 100. All right. Love it. Uh, also, worst shower taker of life. I don't know. Just, just. Oh, she doesn't know how to take a shower? She doesn't know. She's just. Just, just trying to be like uh, uh, sexy about it rather than actually cleaning herself. I wouldn't call it sexy. She's just oh. standing in water. Doesn't want to get her hair wet and then is just swishing hands around. Swishing hands. Didn't see any soap or 
actual attempt to clean anything. She's just swishing. So she's really just in there for a rinse. Yeah, she, maybe she needed a quick rinse, but quick. All right, just uh, call it that then. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you say shower, I have expectations. <laughs> she needed a body rinse. All right. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely one of those acting things. <laughs> yeah, you're showering now. Okay. anyway we're in the shower with her and we see the bathroom door open and then legs go up against the shower curtain and she opens them up and it's pregger's guy doing a handstand like against the shower no i i don't I don't need handstands in the bathroom. Being like, hey, did you hear me? I asked if you wanted a beer. So she's like, yeah, get me one too. (laughs) So then he... Don't do handstands in the shower. And then he handstands on out of there. He's a great, great handstander. He's just shirtless doing handstands. I hear you. I am all for shirtless handstanders. I'm saying there's a time and a place. This I don't know what I don't know what your problem with this time and place is. He's just having a good time. It's not time. appropriate. It's not appropriate. He's post hotel. Okay. He's feeling good. He's going to grab a beer. What's the There's what's too many issue? there's too many slippery surfaces. There it's too confined of a space. In the shower. He was no, just in it, the bathroom. It doesn't, it, I God, just feel like real we need Debbie Downer, Katrin. Try to have just, some fun in your life. I grew up in a house where handstands were okay, but you needed to be judicious with where you did them. Okay. You know what? I don't think you were as good a handstander as this guy is. I bet okay. your juggling and your handstands were not on par with his circus. Okay. You know, act. we're not gonna throw juggling balls at each other's handstands now. Okay. <laughs> we're adult women. <laughs> Couldn't even finish that. And scene. I loved it. I was like, keep going. Um, <laughs> no, he's great. So he handstands out, which means he can't close the door. So she's like, God damn sure. it. So she like gets out of the shower, puts on a towel. One of the reasons the you don't do handstands in the bathroom because you can't close the door. Continue. Gets back in, is in the shower again, swishing water around. <laughs> <laughs> he handstands back and we see standing right next to the bathroom door are jason boots with a machete oh no so pregger's chick is now calling him she really she's very annoyed that she's not immediately i don't know she's just constantly being like can you hear me are you getting Mm. the beer what's happening i don't know she really needs to be in contact with him right now well, she needed a shower beer. That's how I'm taking it. Well, then she decided she didn't want a beer. So she's like, do you hear me that I don't want a beer? And there's no response. Um, and so he's handstanding. And then we just see above him. And this is like prime. This is like Jason got into his mask and he held that machete above his head. And yeah. we just close up, lift the machete and wow. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Like it was, it it was like a beautiful, like that was like, to me, that was, that was the moment. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it's always the, beautiful to see yeah. someone find themselves. Yeah. And, and for the exact moment. Because like, yes, we saw him in the hockey mask already, but this mm-hmm. felt like the moment that the Jason yeah. that we know as Jason became Jason. How beautiful. It was really wow. special. I'm glad I got to share that with you. It was really special. So now she gets out of the shower. This is when we see the side boob. Um, she towels off, puts on a robe, and she's walking around in the hallway calling for Andy again, blah, blah, blah. Just really calling for Andy a lot. Yeah. And she goes back into their room and is like, ooh, magazines. And she picks one up and starts reading it. And it happens to be Fangoria. Ah, how kiyawa. So she's okay. just hammock chilling, reading Fangoria. And then some red liquid starts dropping down on the pages. And she's like, oh, no. what is this? Oh, no. And she looks up and Andy's body disemboweled question mark is like on the beams above her. Oh, no. Hand grabs her head, machete ah. through her chest from behind. Uh, I was holding my head in exactly the way you said her head got held. And that freaked me out. <laughs> I wasn't even doing that on purpose. Okay, so the machete went through, like, her neck? No, like, it from behind through her chest. Oh, came through. Okay, got it. Yeah, which was um, similar to the Kevin Bacon kill. Oh, right. Also, I it did the things that you did bed. last week, and I think when I did the Kevin Bacon kills, I really smacked myself in the face. <laughs> we really it, get into hey, our roles here. so We really do, especially our physical comedy. <laughs> great for the podcast (laughs) so machete through the chest great kill great kill back to the woods um chris and rick are walking they hear a noise back to the cabin kitchen uh hippie guy is making popcorn on the and it's like on the stove popcorn yeah yeah yeah. and so it starts well it's actually just in a pot so real old school I don't oh, really think, I not think even that the Drew Barrymore. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and it starts popping up out of everywhere. And so that gets all 3D in our face and his face. Aww. And he's like, oh, popcorn. Oh, oh wow. cute. <laughs> and hippie chick comes in and she's like, did you hear screaming? And he's like, oh, no, it's probably just Preggers girl having an orgasm. Um, and they have a whole little thing back and forth like how come you never scream like that and she's like how come you never make me sort of thing and then the lights go out Uh oh but they happen to already have a lantern sitting on the table so they're not in complete darkness but like the lights of the home have gone out right question number five what do you do what do they do all right lights of the home have gone out uh who am i again uh, you have to tell me what both of them do. Okay, and I'm hippie guy and... Hippie chick. Hippie chick. Hippie couple. Okay. You are a hippie couple. They don't necessarily do the same thing. Or okay. do they? But you tell me. <laughs> okay. I am going to... Okay. I am going to grab a weapon... Knife, I'm in the kitchen. I'll take a knife. I'm going to have my partner also grab a weapon. We are going to go around the house, back to back, knives drawn, looking for the breaker box. The thingy? Is that a breaker box? Foosebox. 
the fuse box (laughs) the fuse box um and try to turn the fucking lights back on with that okay and if that doesn't happen i am exunting the house uh what did they do I bet they go upstairs and they're like, hey, you guys, that's not funny. So they go up the stairs. Half a point for you. Okay. Hippie girl is like, hey, you go to the cellar and check the fuse box, dude. Okay. And he's like, in the dark? Alone? Agreed. Cut to... Him going in the dark alone with, like, either the lantern or flashlight. And the cellar you get to from going outside to then going into some doors under the house, I guess. And um, it's very confusing because they're, like, regular level doors. I guess maybe you're going – I don't know. I I wasn't there. Right. You weren't there for the the architectural planning of it. Yeah. Once he goes in, it's, like, the creepiest – cave cellar of just like you know like you just hear like drips and it's so dark i hate this and he doesn't have shoes on because he's a hippie obviously and he steps down on the floor and it's like damp and wet-ish kind of you know and so he's like looking around and we hear (laughs) and then he gets scared by like a Ah! dead skunk that's been there for ages and is now a hardened petrified petrified wood skunk yeah uh but he finds the fuse box great then he hears something and so he looks around and he's like who's there back to hippie chick in the kitchen she hears something out so there's a a door the back door is in the kitchen so that's she, Mm -hmm. she hears someone outside the door and she opens it, and it's fucking Shelly with a slit throat, so he can't talk. And he's like, uh, 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 and she's like, oh, nice no. makeup job. Oh, no. Okay, great. And goes back to making popcorn. Yeah, and this he, is what happens when you play jokes where people think you're dead, uh, dick. Yep, falls down dead. Boy who cried yeah. wolf. Yeah. Age old tale. Sure is. Aesop's fable. Yes. So back to the cellar, he flips the switch and the lights go on and we see Jason in his hockey mask (gasps) standing right behind him. Right behind him? So he turns and Jason grabs him by the throat and then pushes him into the foose box. Uh Uh-huh. And it's like electrocutes him. So It electrocutes him? (laughs) All the lights inside are like flashing. Shit. Okay. And so inside, Hippie Chick is like, what the fuck with the lights? And so she's like, okay, Shelly, like, that's long enough. You can get up now, you know? And she goes and like kicks him and then touches his blood and realizes he's really dead. Yeah. And she's like, ah! And she sure. screams and she runs upstairs and she's like, Shelly is dead. Shelly's dead. Don't. She's not the best actress. No. Guys, Shelly's dead. <laughs> and Ugh. anyway, um, we see 
uh, a hand grab the hot fire stroker. Oh, as I like no. to call it. Oh, yes. You don't leave those in the fire. That's why there's a little stand next to your hearth for the various tools mm-hmm. of fire. Mm-hmm. And hippie chick comes out of a bedroom screaming because clearly she found Preggers couple. So now she oh, runs right. downstairs and the door, the front door now, which is we're in the living room, like blows open and like with the wind. And then all of a sudden a hand grabs her and then the hot poker goes through <gasps> her gut. Oh. And we just see Jason like carrying her body now. Oh, shit. Back to the woods. It's so windy. Oh, my God. I forgot about these motherfuckers out in the woods. I mean, can't forget because at this point, I think they're the only ones left. <laughs> they're the only ones left. Okay. So it's they're walking back because his battery died and it's windy is yeah, what you just said it, to me. It became okay. very windy. That's why the door blew open. But it's like windstorm. Jeez. So they finally see the house and they're like, wow, it looks really quiet. Um, Like, that's weird. And they go up to the back door, which is the one that goes into the kitchen, and it, like, mm-hmm. won't open. It's, like, as if, it, like, it partly opens, but something's, it. like, in front of it. Yeah. But they finally get it open, and it was a chair. And they're, like, gosh, it smells like something's burning. And she goes to the stove, and she's, like, this popcorn's burning. Like, what are they doing? Oh, worst smell ever. I No, it's not. Burnt popcorn? Have, what about burnt hair? Uh, burnt popcorn is worse no me. it's not have you smelled burnt hair yes have i smelled burnt hair how many times do you think i fucking burned my hair i was on a fucking valentine's day date with that dude jonathan and lit my fucking hair on fire at the restaurant have i smelled burnt hair <laughs> yes <laughs> all i'm saying is it's worse than burnt popcorn by ten thousand miles Okay, you know what? We're going to postmortem this. One of us is going to burn popcorn and one of us is going to burn hair. And we're going to see what smells worse. I don't know. I, I Thankfully, I still have my smelling abilities, so I'm in. Um, <laughs> and then I don't even know what burnt like skin and bodies smell like. So like I assume that that's yeah. even worse. So all well, I'm like saying meat. is you're wrong. No, it's, that smells like barbecue. Kim's I guess really we'll have to practice this. that. <laughs> <laughs> Who can we burn? Just- Ooh, mm. I have some ideas. Me too. Ooh. Lots of ideas of who we can burn. This will help with Great. the saging of the White House. Yeah. Um. So what was I saying? Popcorn's burning. Wow. Yeah. That was a long time ago. The Ooh. And then they're like, oh, and the lights don't work. So Rick is like, mm. I'm going to go check the living room. He goes, all the lights are still not working. He comes back in and he's like, they like left without us. They all just left us here. Yeah. Question number six. What do you do? What does he do? Mm, I don't love this because my cart is back in the woods. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Have we seen a phone? Did we cover a phone? Is all the power out? Does that include the phones? I think phones need power. Do phones need power. I like I don't <laughs> remember. I don't remember if phones need power. <laughs> <laughs> I, I when our power went out could we talk on the phone i haven't seen a phone in this house i guess we'll post okay. more of that 
do phones need could we talk on the phone when the power I feel like we couldn't talk on the phone when the power went out otherwise I wouldn't have been so dejected when the power went out because I would have been talking on the phone and I can only think of like um not connected to the wall phones and I know they needed power because you had to charge them and stuff yes but a wall phone did you need power I guess I think it's plugged in somewhere <laughs> I think they need power let's let's put up this I'm into it. for sure um I think what I'm gonna say is like what I'm seeing is very suspicious. Like, they're not only gone, but there was, like, something on the stove burning. To me, that is, like, a huge sign of discontent if somebody left something on the stove. You know what I mean? So I think I'm going to arm myself in some way. Uh sounds like we've got a lot of barn weapons around i'm just gonna take a bunch of i'm gonna just have a whole armory of barn weapons on me and i'm gonna go back out to the street and i'm gonna start heading towards the general store like to get out of here in a way and to maybe where power is what did they do where are they in the house right now kitchen do they fucking go do they go out to the barn to look for them I bet they go out to the barn to look for them final answer that's two half points okay he does say I'm gonna go outside to look around okay and he takes his flashlight and she's like wait I want to go with you but he's already Mm. gone (laughs) so okay he's outside and of course hears a, a crackling noise sure She has the lantern and she goes onto the porch and she's like, Rick, Rick. And she's calling for him. And right around the corner of the porch is Jason holding Rick and (gasps) holding his mouth like they're right next to her. Right fucking. Oh, no. But she doesn't hear anything. So she goes back inside and then Jason squeezes Rick's head until his eyeballs pop out. No! 3D. 3D? They <laughs> 3D? That's so stupid. I hate it. I love it. My favorite thing about 80s um, practical effects is like when it's like, the actors are doing a thing and you cut away and you cut back and it's clearly just a fake head. Not- yeah, but I love it so oh, much. Man. I know it's great. Practical hey, effects are the fucking best. They really. What was I just watching that I said that exact phrase? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Can't think of it. Um, that's great. Love it. So Chrissy's back inside, and from um, like the second floor, there's like water dripping downstairs. Okay. So she goes up to look, and the bathroom, the tubs, like overflowing like the water's on and it's flooding and she goes and looks and it looked like it was filled with like bloody clothes no question mark so then she's like rick Rick!" (laughs) (laughs) and she's goes outside again it's windy as fuck fuck 
She's sure. like going towards the barn and she walks like under a tree and then loco biker body falls down from the tree. And she's like, this fucking guy. <laughs> He's falling yeah. from everywhere. He is. Everywhere you go, loco's body just drops on you. Watch out. It's hey. raining oh. locos. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so back inside, she's like, Shuts the door and then she's just so she's in the living room and she's just like, Rick, Rick. And then a window pops open and it starts like kind of blowing in the wind. And mm-hmm. now this is when the other um, character comes in that they are against. And there's a whole very long scene of, of, of Chris versus the wind because now she has to like go and shut that window and lock it. And then I think like the door blows open again. So she like shuts that and puts something in front of it. And then another window blows open. So she goes and locks that. Were they trying to fill time in the editing booth, do you think? <laughs> no, no, it was real windy. Yeah, it doesn't seem <laughs> like it super moves us forward, though. I mean, it definitely gets her more like, ah, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, Charity was, okay. but it's definitely more like she's distracted doing that so now she's just like has her back against the wall and just just like rick help the me wind. help me and then rick's body gets thrown through the window oh, into no. the living room And then we see Jason in his hockey mask. Hey! Stands in front of the window with an axe. Question number seven. What do you do? What does she do? Stands in front of the window with an axe. Okay. So he's on the other side of the window? Still on the other side, technically, yes. I love it. Okay. Probably on the porch, I would assume. She's about to it. climb on in. All right. Um, I'm in the house. I've got knives. No, I'm in a kitchen. You're in a living room. But I mean, like, kitchen's behind me? Yes? Yeah. I mean, I can go to the kitchen. You can. Um, ooh. Okay. Do the windows shut? Is, like, that a thing? Because that's what she was trying to do with the wind, right? Yes. And do they shut like this, like shutters? Or yeah, is it like yeah, yeah. down? Yeah. Okay. But so there are no more windows. There, This is now San's window because a body has flown through. That's what I was trying to ask. Are there, was there on the inside of the house, is there also like a shutter situation? No, no, no. No. It's just the window it's is just the window. kaput. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just a hole now. Okay. So she's climbing. He's he's about to climb through the window. Yeah. All right. Or so the, the I'm going to space. Yeah. So I'm going to gonna run. I'm going to run to the kitchen and get some knives and just be like Edward scissor like knife hands for sure. Um and then run up to the window and start stabbing there. I don't want to let him in the house. So I'm going to stab hands that are on the windowsill, heads that are coming through. I'm just going to stabby stab all over the place to buy myself some time as he's coming in. Uh, what does she do? Does she run upstairs? Point for her. 
She runs upstairs. I'm so sorry. Okay. I don't really see that working for you. Why? What would you fucking do? I don't. Honestly, with that one, I very specifically didn't know what to do. <laughs> There's a lot of ones where I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I would do. I don't know the answer. I'm just saying he has an axe. I don't know what what world you're living in where you're stabbed. Also, you have to go into the kitchen, grab your knives, come back. He's definitely in by then. Kim, <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you is I'm a survivor and I'm doing the best I can. Okay, bitch? Just saying that axe. You don't have you don't even have like long Nosferatu hands like I do. Like I bet I could maybe reach with my knife better, but you could fucking stab that bitch from the kitchen to the window. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and like I'm so sorry, but you just don't have that special skill. So like I think that no, axe would really get you before you could use your knife. Just when saying. you're right, you're right. I'm just saying. But I didn't go down without a fight. No, I love that you had a great effort. Great effort. Thank you. Also, you know, there's there is one option that I think would be a great choice. Um, okay, I'm not going to tell you what it is right now. So she runs up the stews. She runs up the stairs, and uh, she gets to the top and like throws a bookshelf over so they well, all the books fall on them. And she hides down the end of the hall in a closet, which appears mm-hmm. to be a very large closet. It's a storage space closet. Okay, and she's um scared the door is locked she locks the door she's terrified obviously spoiler alert and she kind of like is backing up and like moves clothes or something that are hanging up and pregger's girl's body falls onto the ground in front of her with like a knife in her shoulder no and then chris screams uh chris shut your Fucking mouth. Shut your fucking mouth. Do not make a fucking sound. Get it together, Chris. Shut the fuck up. You cover your mouth with both your hands. You know what you do. You cover your mouth and you fold that scream in. And you just fucking hold your breath as much as you fucking can. Yeah, she's not doing that. She's not holding her breath and screams aloud. So, of course, Jason comes on up. Jason's like, Yodale, where you be at? <laughs> Didn't even have to try hard. <laughs> there she is. Yeah. I thought I was going to look through every door of this place. Nope, nope. There she is. So he comes up to the door. It's locked. So he starts kind of like axing around the handle. Mm-hmm. He's axing. You're inside. Question eight. What does she do? What do you do? Is there a one of these a bar is there a bar in the closet um but on like the side you're more like in front of a box i'm in front of a box it's a big fucking closet there's a cardboard box and i don't know i guess i'm gonna see if there's a weapon in this box uh Hopefully there's a bazooka in there. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. That was my bazooka storage space. Yeah. Winner. Uh, okay, so she's in the closet. Pregger's girl is in there with her. Yep. Pregger's girl, I love you. Um, I'm going to hold her as a shield in front of me. 
And when he axes down the door, I'm going to throw the pregnant girl's body at him, distract him, run down the stairs and out the door and away to therapy. Uh, what does she do? Does she have anything that I'm forgetting she has? He has an axe. I don't remember her having anything. Um, I don't know. Hand in hand. I'll give you half a point. <laughs> I mean, not if you're going to be rude about it. <laughs> I don't hate it. Sounds like a try. Sure. I don't know why you're getting down on me for trying. Because. The second question in a row. Well, because okay. this one, you're, this was a, a massive fail. Oh, okay, massive fail. Let's hear it. She takes the knife out of Pregger's girl's shoulder. She had a knife in Pregger's girl's shoulder. You did say that. I did forget it. Uh, hats off to you, ma'am. Lam. <laughs> and so at this point, Jason, like, puts his hand through the little hole to try to, like, get to the lock or something. And mm -hmm. so she stabs, stabs his, his hand. hand. And then she goes on the fucking attack. She busts open the door and she's like, swipe, swipe. He's, but he's just backing up, backing up. So they're going down the hallway. And she's like, swipe, swipe, swipe. And then she stabs his leg but leaves the knife in there. And Smart. So question number nine, where does she go now? What do you do? Okay. I think for whatever fucking reason, she goes and hides in the barn. Because that barn has been quite the character well, in this story. Well, he's like, you're like not at... He's blocking the stairs, basically. Oh, he's blocking the stairs. Like, you oh, haven't gotten I down to, like, where the stairs are yet. Like, you're not – you're just in the hallway, but the stairs are, like, at the other end, basically. I'm going to keep swipey swiping him till he keeps backing up to the stairs, and then I'm going to push him down the stairs hand in hand. You put the knife in his leg. But he's between me and the stairs? Mm-hmm. But you're, like, upstairs, so, like, everything that's upstairs is there. Don't fucking fuck with me. I know that you're trying to tell me that there's something upstairs that I don't remember. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> it's, not <laughs> it's not something that you – it's not that. <laughs> How hurt is he? Mm, not that hurt. Not that hurt. But he did fall down. Like, he he was like, ouch, my leg. <laughs> So she's she's got a moment to she's got a moment to spare. I'll tell you she's what my brain is doing right now. All that I can remember is upstairs is a hammock, and I'm <laughs> trying to figure out how to use a hammock as a weapon. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm doing great. Let's hear it. <laughs> um. And then she uses the hammock as a fishing net. And he gets I, all twisted. I mean, that's literally where I am right now. Um, we both jump out a window to get away from him. <laughs> you did it. I did it. <laughs> 
I was trying to get all cute. Nope, she just swan dives out a window. No. So she goes into, she tries to open a door and he pulls the knife out of his leg and like throws it at her. But like she opens the door right then. So it like sticks into the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, she throws a chair um, and breaks the window and like hops on out. But he gets there right then and like grabs her by like the collar. So her arms are holding onto the edge and he grabs like her collar of her jacket basically mm-hmm. and but it starts like ripping so like mm-hmm. eventually it just rips off and she falls down great and now she goes around to the front door and she kind of like peeks through like the window and she watches him like come down the steps and so mm-hmm. she grabs a piece of the firewood and stands right next to the front door on the outside and as mm-hmm. soon as he opens the door she hits him Nice. And he like falls over the the porch railing and then Uh fucking upside down turtle, except he's on his belly, starts kind of waving his (laughs) arms towards her. His motor skills are not great. Not great. I mean, he's been dead since he was 12. So, you know. Right. Yeah. I don't blame him. I'm just saying (laughs) motor skills are not his forte. So um, uh, question number 10, what do you do? What does she do? So he's turtling on the ground. He's turtling on the ground, yeah. Turtling on the ground. I'm still on the porch. Uh, yeah. Like he's below me. Right? Uh, he kind of like fell through the part porch railing, so. Okay. You're near each other-ish. I'm going to go. How far away is the fireplace and all of its accoutrement? Um, it's right inside the living room, which is the door. I'm going to go at. grab. Yep. I'm going to go grab some fireplace accoutrement and just start stabbity stabbing and hitty hitting all of him with it. Uh, you have to remember the poker is in hippie chick. Oh, there's lots of fire accoutrement. Okay. There's lots of things, yeah, but now I realize not the poker. Okay, yeah. Mm. But now that you've said that, I'm like, oh, okay, they must have a pretty meager hearth accoutrement stand. So now I'm. I mean, out. I don't know. I didn't get a good look at it because it's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. always the forefront of my mind, like it is yours. Right, right. So there's lots of things. So there's I a poker. There's a, I bet but then there's th- also. Yeah, there's. I'm gonna use one of those. That's what I'm doing. I'm comfortable with like hearth warfare. That's so you're my. You're getting that, level. and then what are you doing with them? I'm gonna hit and stab for a long time until I debilitate him, and then I'm gonna run to the general store forever because uh, phones require power. Um, what does she do? Does she fucking like run into the woods yelling for help? Maybe she runs just runs away. I'm going to give a point for you. Sounds like a great thing to try. Yeah. She goes to the van. Remember the van? van. No, I didn't. (laughs) I did not. Great. Okay. She gets in and it was her van. Okay. So she's got her keys. It was her her pocket. She turns it on and starts to drive away. Wow. I can honestly say I had 
this much recollection. That's a zero for all our listeners of that van. So yeah, nice job. That was definitely like an answer that I could have taken long ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, just fucking get in the van and get out of here. Easiest thing uh, could have could possibly do. Great. Nice work. So she starts driving, um, but Jason has, like, gotten to the road in front of her somehow and just stands there. And so she, like, fucking pedals to the metal, so he has to jump to the side. She starts to go over the little wooden bridge, and the van stalls. Ah! Buckles! And <gasps> Because of the gas! Yes, my little pumpkin, the gas. God damn it. Okay. So she's on the wooden bridge and she's trying to start it. Jason is coming behind her, like limping along. And the back wheel of the van starts breaking the little wood of the bridge. It's like too heavy. (sighs) And then she's like, what the fuck is wrong? And she's like, oh my gosh, we're out of gas. So she clicks the gas reserve button, just flicks that switch on up. Does my car have that? Do I have a gas reserve button? <laughs> this is, How do I get a car with a gas reserve these button? These cars were the cars of the future. This was an electric VW buggy and a multi-gassed and uh, van. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I did not know that Friday the 13th Part 3 took place in the future. So now it starts. But... It's too late. The wheel has like fallen in so she can't drive. And then Jason all of a sudden is there and her window is open. The passenger, the driver's side window is just Mm -hmm. down. Um, So he reaches in and grabs her through the open window and starts choking her. Question 11. What do you do? What does she do? I'm going to, are my hands available? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to take the keys out of the ignition and I'm going to stab him in the eyeball with them. And then I'm going to put them back into the, oh, but my car's still stuck. So I'm just going to stab him in the eyeball. Uh, and then get out of the car and run and hope that the bridge falls with him on it. What does she do? Fuck it. Let's fucking stop some eyeballs. Point for you. Thank you. She rolls the window up. Turn, turn, sure. turn, turn, turn. Uh, I know. I mean, and then that's why I was like, I, I don't. I mean, okay. He's still choking. And so she keeps rolling. Yeah. And then yeah. he gets his arms are now like turtle stuck in the window. Right. <laughs> Right. Turtle stuck arms. Okay. So she. It doesn't take much to have Jason go over the turtle hump. (laughs) So true. Because I feel like we had some turtle, some, some turtle times in part two and one as well. Part two. Uh, Yeah. Well, he wasn't in part one, but. um, Oh, yeah. True. So part two. uh, So, yeah. And then she climbs out the passenger side and starts running. And so he's turtled. And so he Mm -hmm. has to just like head slam his hockey mask into the window to shatter the window so he can get free. (laughs) (laughs) Idiot. And then starts chasing her. She goes to the barn. 
She closes the door and it has those like little wood posts inside so you can put something on it as like a lock. This bitch ran back to the barn? I mean, they're in the middle of the woods. Okay. I I don't know the best option, but like she just starts running. Like she hasn't gotten far. Like the little bridge is like just the the basic may as well be the entryway to the house. Okay. I don't know. I hear you. I'll give it to her. I get it. Um, she goes to the barn and puts a shovel over the little wooden things to, to lock yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And then Jason's there, like, banging on it, trying to get it. Question t- 12. <laughs> you are her. What do you do and what does she do inside this barn? I am... I like answering for myself first because I feel like it gives me ideas. I am going to go into the tack room, which is where lots of supplies are in a barn. I'm going to grab some matches. And I am going to then grab those matches and I'm going to climb up to the top. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And I am going to drop a lit match down. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I'm going to pulley myself down out of the barn door and run away. Jason is going to be continuously trying to get into the barn. But so it'll... the pulley is above the, the front door. Yeah. And he's there. Yeah, like so it's oh the door ooh, on the first ooh. floor and the door on the second floor are the exact same place. Okay. If that makes then sense. Then I'm going to grab something. What is in a barn? I'm gonna grab something really heavy. Uh mm, I'm gonna grab a pitchfork and I'm gonna go up to the top again. You love a pitchfork. I do. I love a pitchfork. And I am going to jump down on him pitchfork first and stab him in multiples of three and then run to the general store. I'm out of this property. Like, I'm not going to go into the house. I'm not pulling all that shit. Mm -hmm. Um, What does she do? Let's have her grab a pitchfork as well but let's have her stab him right as he opens the door I'll give a point for you thank you so Jason gets in He kind of like gets his hand in and is able to lift up the shovel and he gets in, closes the door and puts like a wood beam like into Mm. that hole now. So like locks them in basically. Mm -hmm. And now he starts looking around and he's just anything that's a pile. He starts unpiling and looking through piles Mm -hmm. of chairs, Mm -hmm. piles. He's just throwing shit. Chris is on a beam on the like above and okay. she's laying around it okay so by my calculations he would just look up 
correct. Uh, and, and I don't know what she would do, but it felt like a, of all the things you could do in the barn, <laughs> felt yeah. like an odd choice. I mean, a barn is a smorgasbord of options. Um, so she's hanging on the beam. Okay. Just holding on, wrapped around. Okay, what's next, girl? And she's on top of it. So Jason's mm-hmm. looking around. And again, this doesn't feel purposeful. It seemed like she started to a little bit slipped to the side where now she's starting to like have to be under the beam. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you and I know our upper body strength (laughs) does not. Oh, no. Nope. So it didn't feel purposeful, but at this point, Jason's below her. And so she ends up just falling on him. Okay. Um, Don't know if that was her plan, but that's what happened. Yeah. Um, And so she gets up and runs. But the she can't get that fucking beam out of the the door. It's like stuck in there. Oh, and it's real heavy. Okay. Um, no, it's like jammed. Oh, okay. I would say. Um, and so Jason now picks up his friend, the machete, and right. goes up to her and swings, misses, but the machete gets stuck into the wood. Oh shit. So he's kind of you know, turtled at the wood. And so question number 13, what do you do? What does she do? She kind of like... He's turtled at the wood? She ducked out of the way, and then now his machete's stuck in the wood. I'm grabbing that pitchfork again, and I'm stabbing him threefold. Uh, What does she do? She can't open the door. Uh, Does she... I guess maybe I'll have her do what I did before. Does she climb up to the top and jump out the barn door? One and a half points. Okay. She does climb up the ladder. And she, like, blocks the top with a a hail bay. Yep, a hail bay. um, She grabs a shovel and then hides behind some other hay. Jason comes up the ladder with the machete Mm -hmm. and... He kind of walks past her, so she hits him on the head with the shovel, and he passes out. Okay. Question number 14, what do you do? What does Light she him do? on fire. Light him on fire. I don't know that you have, how do you have fire-making things right now. In the tech room. So you're going to go downstairs. Yeah, well, he's passed out. I'm going to real quick go downstairs, light him on fire. The whole barn's going to go up in flames. Have you been in a horror movie before? Uh, many. Don't know. <laughs> I don't know oh, how but long I'm probably going to be passed out. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to. What's probably going to happen is I'm going to go down to the tack room looking for matches, and then I'm going to go up to light him on fire, and he's going to be gone. Uh, so where is he in relation to the hole? It's very small, so like right next to it. I'm going to push him down there, push him down the hole, and then take my exuant root out the top barn doors. What does she do? Uh, let's have her, like, fucking, what is in her hand? Did he get the machete out? He has the machete. She yeah. She has a shovel. Okay. Uh, I'm going to 
we're going to both hand in hand, actually. Forget me throwing him down the hole. We're going to both hand in hand grab the machete and chop his head off forever. I love that for you. Thank you. She grabs the pulley rope and wraps the rope around his neck or like already it's in some noose-like thing. Sure. And then pushes him out the fucking window. Okay. Creative. And he falls pretty far so that way he's hanging. His body is directly in front of the doors downstairs. Uh Uh-huh. So now she climbs down the ladder and she has to like, grab something to get the beam out, which took some time. And I was like, God, wouldn't be that the, the worst if you finally destroy this man, but then you just die of can't hunger get out. in this barn. <laughs> you just die and can't be, get out of the barn. That would be a bummer. Disappointing. Um, so anyway, she finally gets it out. She opens the door and Jason is right there hanging. Hanging. Okay. Um, and she's like, huh. And then he lifts his arms He's alive. Oh, God. And she's like, how are you alive? Me too. And he grabs onto the the rope with one hand and then starts to lift the noose off of his neck. And so as that happens, it hits the hockey mask off his face. Ooh. And shows his horrendous, hideous, grotesque face. Uh Uh-huh. And she's like, you. It's you. Oh, she remembers. Oh, shit. So now are we going to see what she fucking blacked out? Keep going. Keep going. She's like, I will never forget that face. Yes. So he, um, I guess, gets free now. Um, he picks up the machete, I think. Um, she starts just like backing up into a wall, just freaking out because now she's like, not only has all this happened, but now it's like the same fucking guy from before. So just yeah. like, ah, too much. Yeah. Out of fucking nowhere, behind Jason comes bald head biker. What? Grabs- Who's different than Loco, right? Yeah. He's the one that got like cut with a butcher knife. But I yeah. guess, so he's like bloody and stuff like that. But I guess he lived. Okay, biker boy. So Come on. he grabs Jason and Jason turns and slices his hand off. Oh, shit. And then he just machetes forever. Of biker boy? Yeah. Okay. So Jason has his back to you and he's busy doing his machete business. Question uh-huh. 15. You're Chris. What do you do? What does she do? I tried to hang him. I tried to hit him with a shovel. I'm sticking with my pitchfork. We haven't tried my, we haven't gotten to see my pitchfork. We're both going to stab him threefold hand in hand. This is where my pitchfork happened. <laughs> she picks up an axe, but obviously you can't see the specific um, Thank you. weapons around you. So Thank it's equivalent. You. She she grabs a, a barn sharpie. Yeah. And... He, as right when he turns around, she axes him in the head through the hockey mask. And the axe just stays there. And it's like a long handle axe. So um, now, though, he has an axe in his head and he's like 
turtle arm reaching for her and then he just right. falls down dead and the axe like the end of the axe is just like 3D in our face love it into it Chrissy goes to the lake oh fuck she's okay ex- she's exhausted oh my god yeah she's exhausted and she, you know she splashes her face a little and then she goes on and gets in the canoe We've seen this before. Yeah, I've seen this before, haven't we? Oh, no. And she just pushes herself out into the lake. Next thing we know, it's morning. She's sleeping in the old canoe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she wakes yeah. up and she's like screaming like, ah! Like she startles herself, startles herself awake. And then she's like, okay. So she's in the canoe and then behind her, there's like a piece of driftwood that kind of like slowly like hits the boat behind her. And so she's like, ah, that startles her. And so mm-hmm. she like is seems scared of it kind of, but she like pushes it away. And then a bird flies right by ah. her and like a duck oh like lands in the water. So she screams from that. And so she's just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we would be. <laughs> And then she looks up at the house and in the second floor window is bloody Jason's face, no mask. Oh, and he sees her. Oh, fuck. And she's like, no, 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 no. And starts like fucking paddling, but then like paddles directly into more driftwood. Driftwood. So now she's like stuck. Um, so she's like trying to get to like the front to try to like push herself off of it, but she looks back at the house and Jason has just like ripped the door off, just like smashed through it, no more door, and is like running down to the lake. So she's trying to get the wood and she looks back up the house and the door is there. It's fine. She was having a canoe mare? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. So she's, like, looking at the house, like, oh, my God, I just fucking imagine that, I guess. Like, what the actual fuck? Skella (laughs) Mrs. Voorhees comes up from the lake behind her and pulls her back into the water and into the lake. Skella Voorhees? I didn't even know I needed to worry about a Skella Voorhees. Mrs. Voorhees. Cut to daytime. The cops are at the house. Two of them are like outside talking and they're saying how, yeah, there's only one left alive. And they're like, what's that she was saying about a lady in a lake or something? And they're like, I don't know. She must have just like lost it. I mean, poor kid has been through hell. Oh, yeah. And so now someone brings Chrissy outside from the house and they take her down to the cop car and she is... Looney Tunes. Bananas. Like she gets in the car and then starts screaming and then starts laughing. Oh. Yeah. She's going to need a lot. A lot, a lot, a Hashtag therapy. Lot. Yeah. That, I mean, that tracks. That tracks. So, um, then the car drives away and the camera slowly pans to the barn at dead Jason's body laying there. We cut to the lake. Fade to black. 
Wow. And that lamb is Friday the 13th, part three, 3D. That was incredible. Wasn't it? I loved it. Literally beautiful. I loved it. Total me points. Hey, Sammies. So as you've heard, we have a Patreon and we have some amazing bone con happening over there. That's bonus content. Bone con all the time. We are constantly updating our benefits and we would love for you guys to come hang out with us over there. And we actually have some deals going on right now if you join soon. Join for an annual membership by the end of 2020 and you'll get two months free. So, Sammies, what are you waiting for? Come on. Come over to Patreon. We're all hanging out. Goodbye. We're all going to stay alive. Okay. How'd I do, ma'am? Yes. You did great. Ah! For Dead or Alive, you got 9 out of 13. Not bad. Because she was the only one alive. Literally everyone else was dead. Right. For questions, you got 20 out of 30 for a total of 29 out of 43. I think that's pretty good. I think it's pretty fucking great. Wow. I mean, this is my third Friday the 13th. (laughs) So you're a pro. Turning into a pro. Um, Kim, that was a beautiful telling of it. Thank you. I love you so much. You are part of the Hope for America. Thank you. Thank you. As are all of our Sammies. Yeah, this was, Um, you made my day great. Good. I'm glad you liked it. That was really fun. I was really excited to tell it to you. Um, I'll give the the DVD to you and Eric so you guys can watch it. uh, Oh, yay. 3D Yeah, we'll get some glazes. Uh, It Um, comes with two pairs, so you're good to go. Oh, shit. Okay, great. I can't wait. Um, Okay, so hopefully when we end this um, recording, the entire United States will be blue. Yay. Uh, that's what I'm manifesting. Yay. And we'll have a new president-elect. And, uh... <laughs> and a black woman vice president-elect. Oh, fuck yes. yes. God. Fuck. So fucking hot. Yes. I love it. Um, Great. But even if we don't, you know what? We're going to be okay. And we're going to keep fighting. And I love you. And we are a Sam army. Yeah. Except for we definitely will. So, uh... <laughs> yeah. Um... We love you so much. Um, we hope everyone's taking care of themselves. Please follow us on social media at KK Sam Podcast. And please um, write us a five-star review on iTunes. We would love mm-hmm. you for that. And if and you subscribe. want to, um, yeah, subscribe. If you want to support the podcast in any way, you can join our Patreon or buy some merch on our Threadless. Yeah. And so. there's uh, cool stuff on there for you at Patreon as well. You're not just supporting us. We're going to try and bring you we always do try and bring you cool mm-hmm. content, more bone con and uh, come talk to us in our Facebook group. Did you already say that? Sorry. Sam and stay alive. Maybe well, mm, talked about it at the beginning. So um, say now. Yeah. Uh, I love you so much. I love, I love you, you so Sammies. much too. I love you all. We love you all. I love you. And I love you. I love you. And this has been Kim and Kat stay alive. Maybe. So until next week, stay, stay alive. Ghosted me. I'm I'm done. done.